Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Good evening, good morning, or good afternoon. This is more than just a podcast. Podcast. It is season 12. It is episode 17. We're back. Apologies for us being out of communication. <laughs> uh, well, we did our best, but unfortunately, you know, we've called on a Monday and there's so many games and Bournemouth was last Monday and then life took over. So... Uh, we just had off the air. We, we've missed the Liverpool game. We lost 1-0. Oh. Unlucky. We're not going to discuss that tonight. Obviously, we played the Bournemouth game. We won that 2-0. We're not going to discuss that tonight, right? So, I agree with the boys. Uh, we're going to discuss the, the last two games, including the ones just blown up because we're recording on Sunday. But before I do that, um, Canning Town, Len, where are you? What are you doing? Um, I'm, I'm just finished watching the football yeah. with the laptop yeah. on my lap. Uh, Nigel, where are you? What are you doing? I'm in my shed. Did you watch the game in shed? Did you watch the game in the shed? No. You've come in specially in the I've rain. Come in specially through the rain, yeah. Oh, they're coming thick and fast. You know, I suppose we can be complaining. We we're saying this the other day. Um, I actually bumped into Nigel at two games. I can, I can confirm he went to games. He went to. <laughs> <laughs> I saw him. There. I told you. Be true. You don't want to go down that road, do you? And uh, I, I was um and ahhing, going, "Oh, am I, are we really going to go to the Blackburn game?" And he says, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And I said, oh, I'm just wearied out with games, particularly night games, because we had a Monday and Thursday last last week. And I don't get home to midnight. But then I thought, hang on a minute. We're about to have six weeks of no West Ham football when the World Cup starts. So we're going to miss it soon enough. We're going to be complaining there are no games for six weeks. You know, after uh, mid well, it's the last game on the 14th or the 15th of November, and then there's no game till the 26th Boxing Day of December when we play Arsenal away at 8 o'clock in the evening. So it seems weird that we've almost got our last game of the year. You know, we're going to have two games when we come back on Boxing Day and New Year's Eve, and that's it. Who are we playing on New Year's Eve? Anyone remember? Brentford. Brentford. Away? Not home. At home. All right. 
Yeah. yeah. It was the 30th, but I think they moved it, didn't they, to the 31st. Yeah. So, uh, we've just finished. I'm going to let you just get out your frustration. Literally, the final whistle has just gone at Old Trafford. Let, so, if there's a little bit of frustration in the podcast, that's we've literally just seen all the chances we've missed. But let's take us back to... Cause we're not going to do the Bournemouth game. Well done. We won Bournemouth, right? We went 10th. Um, Silkyberg or Silkberg. Uh, Nigel, you were there because I saw you there. I saw I you at Bournemouth there. as well. So you, you did two games. Um, I, I felt, I'm going to start. Um, I, I was bored shitless on Thursday. I really was. It's almost like... I know there were 35,000 people there, which I'm not sure there were. There were 35,000 tickets sold. And I said to Nigel, uh, when we were talking on Friday night, I said, I think a lot of people bought the trio of tickets like I did and thought, we've basically qualified. Well, we have qualified, but we're basically going to win the group. Uh, What's the ask? You know, what's the point of going on a dark night, getting back at midnight or later for some people? Uh, after we've already been on Monday, and I think that's why a lot of people missed it. And, I, you know, even when Lanzini scored, uh, I actually filmed the penalty. <laughs> it was like a... It's the tamest, tamest goal I've ever seen celebrated at the London Stadium. And I, I said to Finlay, or Finlay said to me, I can't remember which, this must what it's be like to be a, a Man City fan when you play week in, week out, winning every game. Uh, especially when you're not playing a big team. Oh, look, great. We've scored against Brentford. Yeah, great, great, yeah. Well, Brentford's probably the wrong one, but, you know, I don't know, not, Nottingham Forest or or Everton or whoever. Um, I don't know, it just, it just... I know we rested a lot of players, but it sucked the life out of me, and I couldn't wait to go home. But I did have a lovely salt beef bagel. Nigel, we go to you on that game. Did you feel the same after your long absence from, from the London Stadium? I mean, yeah, it was a dull game. Long absence. You crack me up, I tell you. I've missed two games in Europe. That's your lot. Um, <laughs> it, uh, yeah, it, it weren't one for the purists, was it? To be, to be honest. Bit lacklustre. Um, you didn't leave well. early, though, did you? No, I stayed till the end. Yeah, me too. I felt um, like going. Yeah, no, you know, it, it's, I, I don't know. You know, we we win it with a penalty, so there there was there was effort there, but um, it was one of them games where, I don't know if it's mentality. You know, you only needed a point. Yeah. So as long as we got a point. Yeah. They we we were happy enough. We didn't need to overexert ourselves. We didn't have to we fight didn't. for the ball. <laughs> well, that's no. good because we did. But, but then again, you, you, we didn't need to, you know, and the level of opposition as well. We didn't need to fight for the ball. We didn't need to tackle for the ball. We could just both teams just played it about a bit, and we got the break, getting the penalty. Yeah, you know. Was it, well, so... let's talk about that, and we will go to Len. I, I mean, obviously, it happened right in front of me. And so it was hard to see at the time whether it was a penalty. He looked like he'd made a bit of a meal of it. And some people were saying he dived. Obviously, I saw the replay on the way home. But I'm not going to say my view yet. 
I'm going to get both of your view. What what did you think of? Was it a penalty? No VAR, obviously, to make well, a decision. I look, I, I only add what I've, I've not seen the highlights. Oh, so really? I've, I've only had my lofty view from above. Um, and I thought it was a bit of a strange decision. I must admit. Yeah. Uh, twofold. One, the ball was looked like. I don't know if it had gone out of play when the keeper clipped him, or it was definitely going out of play. Antonio didn't have control of the ball. I, you know, the, I don't know if Antonio played for contact or what the keeper was doing or what. So, yeah. you know, but at the end of the day, and this is the funny thing is there is no VAR. Well, you know, I'm quite happy. There's no VAR. The referee gave a penalty and penalty it was. Let me just ask Len the same question before, because I have analysed the, the various... At replays, did you you were watching at home, Len? So yeah, did, did you? You must have seen replay after replay. Funny enough, it didn't show a lot of replays. Oh, didn't they? I I didn't um, I didn't think it was when I saw it. Uh, I didn't think it was when they played the replay. But I'm 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 wondering if they dissect it VAR style, do they give it or not? And I think they possibly do. But you made them mere the bit. Yeah. I, I mean, thought, and I thought it was, was that because of the contact. Then was there was that? contact. So yeah, when, yeah when, I mean, when you pulled, look at the what replay. happened really nice. You pulled out the tackle, but when you do that, the inertia is still going forward, and you make contact with the knee. Yeah, Not enough to, right. to make take down someone of. Oh, um, I, I disagree. Size. I mean, it was a, by the letter of the law, it was a penalty. There was contact. Yeah, because everything's a penalty now, right? But but you know what? I I, I want to say something a bit controversial. I think Antonio's got every right. When he knows there's contact, Sean, if you go down too easily and you don't think it's going to give, you're allowed to, I won't say simulate, over-simulate, but you're allowed to go down like a sack of spuds. I'm sorry, there is no excuse. If you have to go down like a sack of spuds, a simulation, if you're simulating, you're diving. Dress it up any way you want. He does seem to make a There is contact. Then he's dived. Yes, there was but, contact, uh, there, there's but not the a lot. amount of contact doesn't seem to... Not all contact is a foul, though, and this is the problem. Yeah. And with the simulation, it makes it look like a foul. He's bought the penalty. He's 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 made the most of contact, is what yeah. I was saying. Uh, what a bad football, isn't it? You know? Yeah. What a football. Anyway. You can see why people are getting bored and watching football. It won us another five hundred thousand euros. It won us another well, not coefficient me. point, and you know we only needed the point, so it didn't really matter. And you know, Silkyberg, Silkberg. Actually, the I'd nicest like to point fans out. out. They've got really nice fans, haven't they? You know. Well, oh, they'll fucking make you a cake today, fucking Sean. Or should we talk about the football? <laughs> Fuck's sake! We're about five minutes in, and I can't. You're getting me fucking tits already. <laughs> good, good. I did fucking move on. Right. Seriously, you get on me fucking nerves. Right, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a stat attack just to piss you off a little bit more. Then, um, West Ham. Hang on a minute. Here it is. West Ham had uh, 53% of possession. Silkberg had 47. West Ham had 15 shots, five on target. Silkberg had three shots, three on target, six corners to their one. So it it wasn't a very fair um, contest anyway. So anyway, we've won the group. We can put the kids out when we go to Romania. 
uh, and they can have a bit of fun when when they go to Romania, can't they? And we can rest some players for for the next game, which is next week, isn't it? So yeah, we got Leicester on Sunday. Leicester on Sunday. Is that a no, home Crystal or away? Palace. Is it Crystal Palace? Oh, Crystal no, Palace. It Crystal is, Palace on Sunday. Leicester's on the Saturday. Three o'clock yeah. kickoff. Whoop whoop. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I can't remember what we do. What on a Saturday? Yeah. I think we, well, I think we get there about one o'clock. We go to the supporters' club. We have a drink. And we go into the ground, and then we meet after as well. Fucking hell. Yeah. The day out. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be like the last game of the season because we're going to have six weeks without anything. I'm just having a look. Uh, what are you looking at, Sean? Well, we've got Leicester on the Sunday. No, sorry, we've got Sunday, Palace on the Sunday. Sunday, uh, two o'clock. Yeah, Palace. And then Leicester's three o'clock kickoff on Saturday. Yeah, so two yeah. o'clock on the Sunday, which is the six. Yeah. And then... On the 12th. And then we've got Blackburn on the... Oh, yes. Ninth. Blackburn, yeah. 7.45. Yeah. And then we've got Saturday the 12th. You're right. Three o'clock yeah. kickoff on a Saturday. Yeah. Right. Elephant in the room. And I, I don't I'll mean put that. Yourself put yourself down. down. <laughs> <laughs> Look, always going to be a hard one. He's never won this one. He sets up defensively usually. A lot of talk about it. We've just come straight away from it. We lost 1-0. Len, let's start with you. Thank you. What? Where? What What do we take away from that performance? Oh, actually, what do we take? Well, we take away nothing. Well, we take away no points. Um, what do we take away from the performance? Well, what I take away is if there were a bit, some better performances, not enough onus that we played we made on David Moyes and the way he approaches these games for example I mean I thought we started off well I thought in the first half I thought we were slightly the better team other than, uh, uh, until the goal which from many United's point of view I actually think there was a lot of technical ability there. it was quite well it worked it was a good goal yeah. yeah good goal for Rashford his, his 100th goal believe it or not I always think of him as quite young but there you go yeah, but there are times, I mean, I've never seen a Man United team lose so much possession, but if you're not committing men forward, and that isn't always Moises' fault, but if you're not committing men forward, or if you are committing men forward and you lose a ball again, like Bowen did, or Benny loses possession with his final ball, even though he's far, far improved and one of our best attacking players at the moment. There's no doubt about that. But, you know, losing the ball is losing the ball. Then not much comes of it, unfortunately. And I think, you know, what you saw in the European game, which a lot of misplaced passing, um, you're never going to, regardless how you approach it, you're never going to get too much joy. And... Uh, we turned up the last 10 minutes. Um, some, you know, I don't, I think that the, the, the substitution of Skamaka was a little bit cowardly. Um, I don't know. Honest, he he yeah. looked like he was tr- going to get himself sent off. So. Well, you can't, you can't make decision on what things are going to look like. 
Well, he, he was lucky not to. Well, know. why didn't he substitute um, Suchet then? Because he, he was on the yellow and he yeah. took takes downs off. And this is my point. This is where Moyes doesn't help himself and you, he, it's hard to defend himself but against the boo boys. Wouldn't you say, he, look, he, he rested most of his players on Thursday. He made 10 changes. The only person who started today who didn't start on Thursday was Ben Rama. And arguably, Ben Rama was... <laughs> One of the best players in the first half. He was running up and down that side. Yeah, yeah, plenty of room there. And you know, unchecked. Who was supposed to be yeah, stopping it, him? I don't. Who's, I don't know. Yeah, but who's near Skamaka? Who's near the striker? I mean, you're. I'm pretty sure the last three times we've been to Old Trafford, I mean, they're the worst performances Man United have been in our lifetime. My my point is. He could have set it up, you know, I, I thought he would start with four nails, to be honest, and more defensive, but, you know. No, no, I'm not, this is, I'm not He was never going to start with Antonio Anskamaka, let's be honest. He wasn't I'm going one, to go four, I, four, two, no, but like you, you're not, wanted. You're not listening to me as per usual, Sean. Go on. I've got no, uh, didn't have any problem with the way he's, the team he put out or he set up. But, as the game goes on, and you can see that Man United weren't in the races, and they weren't. No, true. Then you think to yourself... How long do I give players like how, uh, so like what, go on then, then. Well, why you're the you, expert. Who would you have put on? Who well, you'd you have, have taken. I don't on? think we needed Suchek because they were losing too much possession. You right. needed someone, so I'd have changed him to four hours. Okay. And that player that we needed the, to get straight closer to Skamaka was probably Antonio. But you know, I would have been happy with four hours. I kind of understood why it took Skamaka off because of the card, but. By the definition of the word, that's what cowardly is. If you're frightened about that, well, that's how, you know, that's life. I don't know. You can be frightened I, of a lot of things. You don't stop I don't you know. from doing that, it. I, I disagree with you on that. I think it's strategic to take off a player that's on a yellow. And you don't just see well, always you, doing that. You, you see a lot of managers doing that To You think he's getting a bit hot-headed. The, man, the, the referees warned him. Right? I'm playing he's a player nowhere fouls. near him, so he's going to frustrate him. So you can say if you want to, if you think if you want to throw circumstances up, then the the the, the ringleader is Moyes. Unfortunately, if you're going to take that attitude, what I'm saying is, by definition, it was cowardly. Uh -huh. It's I, not I brave, is it? I don't well, agree. Okay, is he showing faith in his player then? How can you not fucking agree? Get the fucking dictionary. How is that fucking brave? It's, it's, I didn't say it's brave. It's your words using the word. And you're cowardly. saying you, you, you're, you're disagreeing. Yeah, I'm disagreeing. Yeah. What was it? What, 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 so if it's not fucking cowardly, then you're saying it's brave. No, I'm not. Jay, you, you, Jay, I think you're getting the thing. I, do you know what? I think you made the right decision getting Skamaka off. You cannot afford but it's to not go down brave, to is it? No, no I know that, but it's brain. not brave, is it? But it's cowardly. You know, it ain't cowardly. No, no, it, of course it's cowardly. It's not cowardly. It, oh, come on. It's not cowardly. Of course cowardly. it is. Hold up. If you just job, assume he's going to no. get it. Oh, this is no, nonsense. No, no, no. No, this is nonsense. It ain't nonsense. If you can see a player, he's running a tightrope. It's Moise's job to bring him off. It, blame the player, if anything, for running that tightrope. Not Davey Moyes. Moyes' well, job is to keep 11 players on the pitch. Well, so you think if he, he deserves that yellow card? Oh, oh, that's oh a, no. A, a, no, no, that's a totally different subject. type of question. Yeah. yeah, what we're looking at but is... But there wasn't a was player losing his head. 
Oh, do you know what? He no, might I'm not have been losing his head, yeah. But if he if he could give another what foul away, which was quite possible in the mood that he was in, yeah. If he'd give another foul away in the next couple of minutes, the referee would have given him another yellow and sent it off. We've seen it time and time again. You got to protect the fact that we needed eleven men. If anything, it was Skamaka's naive. It's cowardly. It's not cowardly. Our course is cowardly. It's not cowardly. Len, Len, it's what he has right, to do. Let's take the emotion out of this, right? It's and move what he has on. to oh, do. Oh, what's? Oh, that's just this fucking nonsense. Right, right, right. Why we're is it down. nonsense? We're, we're because moved. it's fucking cowardly. How right. is it cowardly? You, it, because it's you're awesome. fucking. Like, you have no faith in your player. How's it fucking not cowardly? No, because he's showing no fucking faith in the player, and he does the same thing with Suchek. He does the same thing. He stays on. Hold up, that's totally different kettle of fish. Yeah, and this is the thing: you're taking two things, lumping them in together. Suchek, well, Suchek could have got hooked for various different reasons. Very much so. And I'm with you in that Suchek should have been hooked, but it is not cowardly to substitute a player that's already been booked and then commits another fouls. One thing, yeah, after Suchek got bit, booked, how many other fouls did he commit? Because to be fair, he didn't really see the ball well, you, to you commit got, that many fouls. Then you've no. got to take him off, surely. Well, no, because this is the thing. He didn't take Skamaka off when he got booked. He took him off after he'd been booked and then gave away and then another the, yeah, stupid I understand foul. that, but right, you cannot so say that's not cowardly. It's not right. cowardly, well, because if he does it again, he's going to get a red right. card and we're down to 10 right. men. We, we respect everyone's opinion. If Len wants to call it cowardly, and we're which is the reading, which is the definition right, of the word we, to show both, no fucking bollocks. We've both got opinions, right? And we're going to move on from that, right? Because that's not the whole thing. I'm just going to give you a stat attack. Just to West Ham had 47 percent of the possession. Obviously, Man United had 53. Man United had. 16 shots, three on target. We had, believe it or not, 13 shots, five on target. I know that can be a little bit disproportionate because most of them came in the last 10 minutes. Uh, and we had 10 corners to their five. Um, let's talk about a bit more positively, right? And I'm going to go to you, Nigel. Oh, he's fucking Mr. Positive. <laughs> well, I'm just going to ask him. Look, we we didn't turn the first half, right? We we're one nil down. We're ch- we've seen this a lot, right? We're chasing our tails. We we don't. I thought we started okay, but after we, our heads went down, after we went one nil down, right? Rashford, good header. Kira, could he have done better? Was he flat footed? Well, that's an opinion. It was a good goal. Let's be honest. It was a bloody good goal, and we're chasing the game, right? But you know, we went for it in the last 10 minutes. And it was only De Gea who really kept them in it. I mean, I, I counted three, maybe four. I, I'm not going to overuse the word world-class saves, but bloody good saves that in a in a worse keeper, at least two of them could have gone in. And I know we spoke a little bit off air going, yeah, but they didn't go in and we didn't and we lost. But I did think we went for it in the end. And, and no, look, at half-time, yeah, we'd had three shots in the whole game. Yeah. yeah. All of them blocked. None on, none, none, none off target, none on target. Yeah. So if you then look at the, the full-time stats, I think Man United had had nine shots, three blocked, three on target, three off target in the first half. Yeah. yeah, this is half time. So you you average it up. The stats I'm seeing is that we now had more shots on target than Man United. So yeah, that would allude that we created more chances in the second half yeah, than Man did. United Definitely. did. You yeah, know, because we were 
behind. Yeah, there's an there's an old adage, I suppose, that if you go down, make sure you're still in the game with, with something to play for as you enter the last um, last few minutes of the game. I, 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 the, the problem, the, the problems are multiple. Actually, is when we play Kerr at right back, he's not an up and down right back. He's a fantastic defender. He ain't like a Johnson who can put the ball in the box. Yeah, so we 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 lose that side of it. So we're better defensively with Kerr there, but we lose something else. We've got Bowen at soft form, Suchek, who, who frankly, I can't keep defending and everything. He, he 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 gives the ball away. He loses the ball, and I'm struggling to think of anything positive that he that he brings to the team when you got Flynn Dans there. Why Flynn Dans gets taken off and not Suchek? I do not know, because about two minutes before he made that sub, Suchek had give the ball away on the edge of the area. Yeah. So, there, there's that point. We, You know, Ben Rama, I don't know if people think he had a good game or not. You know, I, I said it so. at the time before you clipped it, Sean, and, and the, the video and the twist and the turn. <laughs> yeah. It was lovely. Yeah. But, what are we calling but, that? The roulette? Well, news, whatever. We? But, but then let's look at the shot after. And this is what, you know, he's a panland, Aaron Lennon. And, and I maintain <laughs> that. And that is harsh. That is yeah. harsh. That but, is bloody harsh. But that is what he is. And I'll tell you why. He wasn't showboating. No, though, hold up. He? Hold up. What did he create from it? And this is the thing. In, when you're in that move. position, it wasn't a great move. It wasn't a great move, Sean, because it just falls apart at the end. When you got a front three, I think our front three play too wide apart for a start. Yeah, having one out wide, one out wide and one in the middle. Skamaka, I don't know, don't see enough of the ball really. And then sometimes he doesn't take up a great position. But I can see the frustrating in him because what he then starts doing is dropping deeper to get the ball. But what that means is we've got no one. You know, attacking wise, you know we were better with Antonio. Showing Skamaka Yeah, someone next to him. Pakata. Well, when maybe Pakatar makes Skamaka look better. Yeah, but because the link up play, but, out but, and Skamaka. Yeah, but, but, but the, same what, the reason for that is, yeah, is that you got you got two out wide and yeah. one behind him. When yeah. you got Flynn Dan's Suchek and Rice in I, the middle, it, I thought Dan and that's where I say a, I can see run. why the negative. No, that, that, yeah, but he ain't a number ten. When when you got Lanzini, when you got four nails. Yeah, and actually, when you got Ben Rama, that are all number tens. Why are we playing Flynn Downs number ten? Flynn yeah, Downs should be lining up next to Rice. There's a simple yeah. fix to this. That, and this is where I say, Sean, I can see the why those are frustrated with the way we are playing. Not specifically the Moyes out, but those that are frustrated with the way they're playing. Why they're frustrated with it? Because this is the reason why. I, I said it yesterday on Twitter or whatever, that the results of Brighton and Leeds actually give credence to those people yeah. <coughs> complaining well, I, about I, I the do, way we play. Did you hear what David Moyes said? <coughs> I did hear what he says, yeah. But, but at the end what of the day... What did he say? Just so because other people haven't heard it and maybe let well, it. Well, I mean, the funny thing about it is it was like, oh, the fans need to get behind us. It's well, like, well, well, no, we're not, not with the programme. The, the particular thing he said, and <sighs> this was actually before the... You know that um, Brighton beat Chelsea and Leeds beat Liverpool. Mm. He said it's all about consistency in the uh, consistency in the Premier League. I would sacrifice a random one-off win away against Man United 
to have consistency no, day, I, week I, in, I, week out. I get that, And that's Sean. what he says. He says it's that. not about random wins. Yeah. No, that that's true. Right, yeah? but what I would say to Dave is, Dave, look at the way Leeds play. Look at the way we play. Leeds are just two points behind us. Who's having more fun going to games? And, 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 and frankly, and, and this is where I throw my hat in with some of the more, you know, what people might see as the extreme people is, we do go to football, yeah, we're West Ham fans. We should go to football to be entertained. Yeah, that that was, and, and this is what the club was built on, playing an entertaining brand of football. Now, well, so you're not entertained not. in the last 10 minutes. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah but 10 minutes, ten minutes of a game, it? Sean. You, no, all right, so, football's uh, a 90-minute game. I, I had to break it to you. And I will agree with you. There is something going wrong where we don't wake up for the first yeah. 30 minutes and we go for it at the last 30 minutes when it's I too, think that's been coached late. into them, to be you know, honest. And I think 10 yeah. minutes, all right, we, we went for it. Probably we were building up to it before that. But I will agree. The first half an hour, we're sort of, we warm up. And we go and for do you know what, Sean? And, and this is the thing, and I will say, I can accept that on a away game. I yeah. can. Yeah. But we're playing like that at home. And 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 and, and that is... What's a, the solution, right? What's the solution? It's all about... And this is the thing where I do cut more slack. Is art for me, and I can see where transition... He's trying to... He, we've got to transition the team. He's got to break up the team that he walked into, that he's had for a couple of years. He's got to break that team up because it was too old. Last year, we were the oldest average age. Yeah, he's done well. The, the two seasons he had... In fact, he, he's not done well... He's done better than anyone could have ever imagined and possibly any manager that we've had to do that, achieve that. But if he wants continuation and if, if he wants to uh, go forward with West Ham, the quality of football this season is not good. Now, I can allow it this season because I think actually weird season, he though. needs to get another striker in. Yeah, I think he's got to look at playing two up front with Skamaka. But don't we have to have a look at context, right? We're three points. No, no, no. Of course, and above Liverpool, that. right? Yeah. And we're three points off the bottom in 18th to be yes. in the relegation. No, it's zone, a, it's right? a, it is a tight old season. It's and a weird season. No, but this is you, <laughs> you say know, it's a weird season. It has happened before. Nottingham Forest beating who did they beat? Liverpool. Did Liverpool. They? Yeah, um, and then lost five. Leeds they didn't play Liverpool. Liverpool any differently to we played them, by the way. No, I'll have none of this. Oh, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. But Nottingham Forest, at the end of the day, you know, it doesn't matter whether they beat Liverpool. If they but still going go back down, to Moyes, Sean, right? no, I'll tell you something I'll always say, it's not yeah? about those big wins. Shit, shitter West Ham teams have gone to Old Trafford and beat far better Man United teams. Yeah, yeah. But and you know what? That's all to do what? with the positive Sean, outlook. If De Gea had been might... having a bad day today, we could be talking now happy that we won 2-1, right? But no. That's the difference, right? Sean, you say, listen, right, your point is that, you know, you can't judge it on Man United, this, that and the other. You can't, yeah. you know. But if we're going to win something in Europe, we're going to have to go up against these teams. Yeah, we when will. You, yeah, no, you're right. When you see them losing the boys off them as that, no, if not, you're not licking your chops and saying, I'll have some of this, no, no, then no, you're in I, the wrong fucking job. I, I am... I am frustrated, but I see this as a transition year. But it's not transition. I'm, I agree with you. Transition year with eight different players being, you know, and some have hit the ground a bit fast. We've had our injury problems like everyone. And the World Cup is going to fuck everyone over. It really is. People that go off trying to keep people fit. It's But that, this is the level playing field for everyone, right? I get that. And 
my hope, Len, I really do, is I've sort of written off getting a top seven space this year, right? Which means we're going to have to go all in the European Vars. Absolutely. I want and what I'm 10, saying 12, is, if you're going to win it, which is what we're going to do, we're going to have to come up against this and fucking get the job done. Yeah, we will. And you can't write... You cannot... You can't... In January. Put these matches aside. You can't. He's got to learn to fucking try and win one. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not complaining about it today. You got me fucking nerves because he's fucking... He's not a coward bollocks when he's just showed pure cowardice. But I've got another question for cool. you, right? Cool. Cast your mind back to that Southampton game when I'm moaning about the seven at the back. Yes. Right? Yeah. Now, your, you and Nigel's point is, because of um, a defensive crisis, we have no centre-half, we yeah. changed the formation to adapt to it. Yeah. But today, we had no number 10. But yeah. we didn't change anything to adapt to that. Hmm. Which you wouldn't expect to, really. But... But How are we supposed to get the ball to Skamaka, right. who is now, as you're saying, getting frustrated, looking like he's going to go? Well, why don't you foresee that? Well, because I think... And it feels like it always seems to come back down to Moyes. But you know who it comes like back first, down he's to? He's a defender. He yeah, was but born a defender. No, he was a midfielder. I, was he, though? I thought he, he was, was a defender. midfielder. Moyes, but I'd imagine he was a defensive midfielder. He was a centre-half. No, he was a midfielder. Was he? Uh, Dano I'm played with Google him. Google that. Yeah, check it. You might be right, huh? And um, Tudders played with him at Cambridge. Mind you, yes. it might have changed. Oh, you know, know, it might... says, well, if, if Wikipedia's right, is he a centre-back? Oh, I was, I'm pretty sure he was a midfielder. Look, look. The, Billy Bonds was a midfielder. A stroke he said he paid right 540 back, league appearances as a centre-back in his, his career. Um, but, but anyway, it keeps look. coming back to him. Because what it is, just drop one of the, all you need to do, just drop one of the defensive defenders. And look, we know it's not Rice. And we, we keep having this conversation and we're just ignoring the fact that if, look, Suchek's time's done. He's a £7 million midfielder. And I hate digging players yeah, out yeah, because look, at I the know. other end of the pitch, Bowen weren't fucking great. But do you know what? Do you know what? And you know this because I told you this. He tried to get rid of Suchek over the summer. I know this. So why and, are you playing him? Well, I don't... And, and I think Downs... Look, it, Downs kept his place. I was really pleased about that. But I don't know why he plays three of them. And I would imagine when Pakatar comes back next week, I could see Suchek being dropped, Downs coming in, and Pakatar taking his, his normal position. And you might get your wish where... Suchek. Suchek's come in and said he's unhappy. He did a, an interview which I, I covered on Six Foot Two. And no, said, we, we, we know all this. He song. says, I put everything in. Unfortunately, no, we know he it's does. Not, it's not the ability is not there. You know, he's really honest. He says, I'm not happy the way I've played, but I put 100% into playing West Ham. Oh, we worked his bollocks off. I've got nothing against yeah, the geezer. It's, it's just not coming But off listen, the pitch. we can't keep going on that we're. we're the, <laughs> The League Cup and the fucking FA Cup ain't started yet, by the way. Yeah. This season, more, more than any, we were, we were just a cup team, right? You need to show something. You need to show you something else, boys, because this is why people's, we, people are on his back. Yeah. 
And, and because... that's what Rice said. Rice said, we've got to go. I don't know if you saw Rice talking before the game. Um, he said, we've got to go, we've got to go for because... a cup run or we've got to, you know, win the Europa League. Because, you know, you're right. If we, if we finish, let's say we're in 13th place, right? We've dropped from 10th to 13th after the results, right? Three points off bottom, three points off ninth. If we end up finish 13th at the end of the season and we get knocked out in the next round of the Europa Conference League and we get knocked out in the early rounds of the FA Cup and we get knocked out in the early rounds of uh, the League Cup, then maybe at the end of the season, and maybe, by the way, remember David Moyes has only got a year left on his contract. He's only got another year. You know, he hasn't signed a new contract. Then maybe they're going, well, actually, Dave, you know, you've had your year to... Um, transition, we really need to be pushing on now, right? I think he'll be afforded that. But what, what, I mean, you, you, it, there's a lot of like crystal ball gazing at the moment, but with what you just said there, Sean, ifs and buts and maybe. Yeah, there is. A the one thing that we do know is that to get European football, to guarantee European football, you've got to finish top five yeah. and oh some of those already in the top five win a cup like the League Cup and the FA Cup. So, realistically, the only way we've got to guarantee European football next season is by winning a cup. Now, if you go, all right, let's target seventh spot. To do that now, you know, up until last season, there was only six teams. There were six teams in the Premier League whose finances and everything else meant they could, even in January, if they were struggling, go out and buy a fantastic player that could get them into the top six. So the season we finished sixth was a fantastic achievement. Seventh was when we were the best of the rest. So that was an outstanding achievement. This year, we got the Newcastle. Now, nobody, I doubt if anybody thought Newcastle would be in the top four where they are. They're, no. they're, they're far outstripping anything and they actually look good value. They look very good. Very good value to come in for it. And funny enough, they've only brought in a couple of players, haven't they, <laughs> at the end of the day. So actually, that's on the manager. That's on Eddie Howe. A manager that West Ham could have gone but decided not to go for. Yeah. So, realistically, qualifying for Europe is a big, big ask through the league. So Especially I, this year. Yeah. So I do think that cut football. But then if... Now, the thing is, Sean, if this was the first time we'd seen West Ham play this way, lose 1-0, you'd think, oh, that's not too bad. He's done all right. Everything else. He's he's had games where... Look at, look at the games that we've won recently. They've not been goal-fests, have they? We're really struggling for goals. We are really struggling this season with goals. I think they said we're 12 goals down on this time last yeah, season. Yeah, I thought I heard that. Yeah. Probably the best thing to do is to look at the old barometer. I'll have to try and work that out again against the teams that we've played. On paper, a 1-0 defeat Old Trafford is not the worst result. But at the end of the day, if we'd have lost 4-0 but really gone for it, or 3-0 and, really, and had a go, like a proper go from the start, really put them under pressure, then we'd have got the same amount of points as we did today, yeah. losing 1-0. And if we don't do that and don't try that and see how we yeah. are, 
Are when we, we need to, yeah, when we, we do. and when we need to do that against the teams, are we ready to play that way? We we have got into this habit of now playing, and this is the thing, you know, against Southampton, I poo pooed Len with his seven defenders. Unfortunately, he's persevered that, yeah. So it almost seems to be regular, and and you can't. It's hard for people like me. To sit here and go, no, I think you're wrong, Len. That ain't seven defenders. When I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, hmm, very defensive again, isn't it? When you're playing with seven defenders, you're leaving your three up top very isolated. They are. You've got to play. In, you know, I get that Flynn Downs has earned himself a shot in the team. Then he's got to deal with it. He's got to man up and drop yeah, exactly. Suchek and put him exactly. Yeah, no, I know. And, and put him in and bring in a proper number 10. Bring in Lanzini, put Benny there. Uh, We've I'm, got I'm the players that can do that. I'm going to what you said uh, recently. I can't remember if it was on a podcast or anything, right? No. You can't say he didn't go for it. He rested the players. We didn't just put 10 men behind the What's ball. What's going today, for it, mate? Right? Well, all right. We, we didn't play a completely defensive when we just tried to put 11 men behind the ball. What, today? Today. We didn't get behind them, though, did we? Right, but that's right. This is where I'm going to come back to you. And a word, I'm going to use a word that you used, right? Hmm. It's down to the manager to pick the team, it's down to the manager to set the tactics, it's up to the players to execute the strategy. And you know what? Some of this you can't blame on Moyes, you have to blame on the players. No, we've said that though, yeah. Yeah, but we have. No, everyone you, seems to blame sure. Moyes and go. We well, you didn't that. go for I'm it. I'm not blaming. I'm a great no, one for, for saying to the player, looking at the players. <coughs> but Moyes has set the shape up. Yeah, at the end of the day. So I know, if, but they were they were good. All right, they weren't. They did lose a lot of possession. I agree with Len, but they are still Man United. They're not there in fifth oh. place. They've got some really good players. You know, Rashford. I know that um, Ronaldo didn't have his best game today. Yeah, it was... You a, know, actually, was, Harry Maguire We've got good, good players game. as well, though. And De Gea had a brilliant game. Yeah, you we've lost... Let's not deny lost, them listen, to say lost, they were shit in there for the we, play, we didn't have Paqueta playing. Yeah. We've lost by five seconds. Player. Yeah. Five seconds of brilliance for Man United. And, and, and you know, we've we've for me, we played them off the part second half. I thought they, we were, they were, team, they yeah. were trying to win us and I, on the I break. I thought it was entertaining. The first half, I wasn't so. Yeah. But I thought second half, I thought they gave value for money. Look, and I, I suppose if we talk to Dodsey, who went there, you know, it's always the people who did the miles. Was it worth it? You know, I thought we gave. The biggest so, thing you yeah. always tell me is, I'm really disappointed if we go to Old Trafford and we don't give it a go. Yeah. I don't think you can say we didn't give it a go. Certainly second half. No, that's it's right. Not, but, listen, I, this phrase, giving it a go, I, I, I don't... I think when people say that they think just playing more attacking players and that will sort of just by magic no. we have been more attacking, that's not the case. What we need to see this season with Moyes, we need to see the transition mm. of how do you execute it so that we have get men closer to the striker. So we get not necessarily more shots because the shots kind of happen circumstantially generally because we fucking lose it but get in a way that we can move players up the table he's not doing it he's not doing it because of one player it's not it's not Suchek's fault it's been long since it's been his mm. fault but playing two defensive midfielders 
and a back four. We, we, we're missing one player up the front, closest to the striker. And this is what you're getting. Oh, you're getting, oh, well done, boys. Close to those go, oh, we know we didn't get beat this and that and the other. If it's a cup game, you're out. Season's over. It's simple as that. You can't... And then, Moyes is the same guy sitting in the, the, the office trying to save his job because I ain't found good enough this year. He's, I'm sorry to sort of... I'm happy with the, 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 the team he put out. I'm kind of happy with the way we played, barring a couple of performances. And I'm sorry that he always has to come down to Moyes and Suchek again. All the thing, but there you go. We you can you can write you can carve this on stone on the fifth of October. If we continue to play like that, we'll end up with nothing. And nothing gets you fucking nothing if you're David Moyes. What did you expect though? Let's let's just. I want to see. I, the I want, of the before it's I'll tell you what away. I expect. I expect that when. The, the, the guy on the TV says a substitution for West Ham. <clears throat> I expect to be fucking surprised once in a while. Okay, all right, that's fair enough. That that's would that would response. show me that there was a transition. Because You're you both you all said in the WhatsApp group for me, Suchek has to come off. We all yeah. knew he was had to come off. We all knew it wasn't going to be him. Yeah. So if no, that's but it did surprise me though, Shane. Because I thought though. he would have took Benny off. Yeah, I think <laughs> yes. that. Yeah, because so, I mean, if there's one he thing, did I will, me I'll tell you one thing I will criticise David Moyes is, is his treatment of Ben Rama. The well, thing he's getting he games now, isn't he? Ben, yeah, but even though he still slags him off, you know, in his press. Oh, yeah, but, I'll, I'll, but I'll, the I'll, funny I'll, thing but he is, do that Sean, with any other player, I don't. But get not that. defenders, does he? No. You know, it's that. He criticises him every. But Sean, it's this thing. Like Ben, this is how I see it. Yeah, if we if we drop Suchek, yeah, and bring in and, and for for a proper number ten, does that does that fix our rules? No, it not don't. necessarily. Because no. we got we got we got this new Italian striker who blows very hot and cold. So you've got him who's learning his way in the Premier yeah, he League, definitely is. and and he he ain't you know I'll be surprised if he hits fifteen goals this season in the Premier League. Very surprised. So we've got a player like that. We've got a, we've got a bloke who thought he was good enough to play for Liverpool and England, but actually he's struggling to be good enough to play for West Ham at the moment. And that's Danny um, Danny Dyer. Oh, Danny Dyer. Gerard, I nearly said, I nearly yeah, called him that. That's Gerard Bowen. Well, Miss Mister Danny yeah. Dyer. You know, after his misses yeah. is Danny He'll Dyer. He'll be putting the eating on so, this winter. Yeah, so Gerard Dyer, yeah, is Dyer at the moment. And then we've got Ben Rama, as as I, I stand by it. He's 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 there with he's he's not as good as Andros Townsend. And maybe he's on par with Aaron Lennon, maybe, if I'm being kind to him. Because you can do all them spins and tricks all you like. There's got to be something. When Di Canio done that, we had an end product. When Ben Rama does it, we get nothing at the end of it. So it's a total waste of time. I don't want to see flicks and tricks. I want to see a ball into the box, into the bloke's feet that he can put away. And he That's don't. What you get for he fails to now, deliver. Though, I know, and all these people can go on and, and give me their stats about grand jewels and crown jewels <laughs> and edders and tackles, or it's not called tackles anymore. And 
you know, uh, fantastic. You know, there was he was bigging him up last week, and he had, you know, and he ended up with like one out of eight chances created. One out of eight. What stat does that say? That don't say he had a good game. That was shit. And I bet the same was today. What did he actually create? So this is a problem. The hold of the front three is a problem. Yeah, he can get away. Yeah, he can get actually. He can get away with playing that three in front of that four. If the three in front of the other three are, are, are doing it, are do, are but playing well, yeah, you're right. Yeah, and it, it will get away with it, and yeah. we will win games. But when you get that, you don't. Why did we look better in the second half? I maintain we look better because Antonio came on. The only thing is, another reason why I want to strike at the coming January is so we can see Skamaka up front with Antonio or another striker or Antonio up front with another striker and see what that does. We we need this. At the end of the day, Antonio's got a year, two years left in him max. And this is what I say is he's got this year to start. He might get the beginning of the next season. If we're, if we're the same as what we are now at the end of the season and then the same again next season... I'll be Nick Killington. <laughs> He'll be gone by then, mate. Well, I hope so in a way because he, you know, we can thank him for whatever. But but and you know, you can only live off the back of finishing six I know. and seven well, from yeah. whatever. No, I'm not saying. giving him a full season ain't fickle. No, but, but if I give him the season and then the, it's the same again at the first ten games next season, I'm sorry, Dave. You have gone as far as you can. And he you knows know, it's about results. And look, I'm I'm just going to. That's bring a in... worry, though, Sean. Yeah, right. because when it's about results, suddenly you may get the performances we're seeing. Yeah. Because we can all go around and point to the statses. You know, we've won six home games on the trot, which we haven't done for 25 years. And so when the stats are put down on paper like that, David Moyes can go, "Well, how fantastic is that?" And you go, "Yes, Dave." But when we did that 25 years ago, we were a bit more entertained. Look, I, I'm not not entertained, apart from Thursday, which is a completely you different see, tackle of... I saw fish. some good football on Thursday from the day Oh, did you? Yeah, I did. I saw some good passing move. I could hear him shouting out, passing move. There's some good triangles. Plenty of chances that they, they carved up. And this is mm. the, the second team. Mm. And then, at the end... When the first team was on, it was dross. They look a bit brainwashed, if you ask me. You you do have to take into account the, the opposition. And the fact is, Man United's best players, ignore Gary Neville, why he gave Man of the Match to Rashford, I do yeah. not know. Their best well, their it, best players were either Casemiro or Dallo at the back. Because forget the last 10 minutes. We were, crossing, we were crossing the ball into the box and they were clearing it time and time again. And if Harry Maguire plays for England... And I think well, it's not just Gary Neville, it's Sky in general, right? Yeah. They just... When Man United are on, I don't know if it's because they've got the most fans globally or what it is, it's just no one else gets a look in. All they do, pre-match, during the match, post-match... So, that's football. Talk, talk Sport do the same. Well, I'm it's sure the they same do. With all it's the just, big boys. Like they it, know where the, it, the it's fan like base is. They don't is. really... You know, they've got it in their contract. They must say nice things about Manchester United. And they can't no, say enough, anything nice about... They, are, um, they, appeal to the, they appeal to the masses. Yeah, yeah? of course. Uh, yeah. Guess what? We are not massive yeah, people. No, no, no we're no. not. 
We're not massive. But but I've seen it, heard a song, we are massive, though. Mm. So what's what's that <sighs> all about? Yeah, what is it all about? Well, the, uh, what, the, the, the problem... Well, not a problem. We've got to see what happens. January transfer window. Uh, without doubt, we need reinforcements. One or well, two players. Yeah? It, it, and, it, and for me, yeah. they have to be well, all not forwards. Money, it's not going to happen. We spend a lot of money. So... Lanzini could go, and that's been reported. You know, he's playing a bit part and could go up to 10 million. Dawson looks like he doesn't want to sign a, an extension. And with a girl coming back, he's sort of been promised he can go. Okay. Um, that's okay. That's fine. And, and obviously, Ashby looks like he's off because he doesn't want to sign a new contract. Suchek? Suchek? <laughs> Look, the problem with Suchek, can I be blunt? Yes. No, no one, one wants him. him. Well, not even in Czechoslovakia. The only well, person yeah, who rates him is Moyes. Are we really <laughs> going to take? I know, ten million quid. Yeah, if you if you want to go right. out, right? But even if you want to go out and take a chance on, yeah, and I would go out and take a chance on a striker in the championship. Uh, or, you I don't know, think that's going to happen. In, in I think he's going to stick with Skamaka and uh, well, Antonio then, for the winter. I think in the summer he might look, but I don't think. He's not going to have lots of money. But if, but the, f- the thing I would say to Dave is, if I was ever interviewing him, is the problem is Dave, we're not scoring goals. Yeah, this is you know this is a fallow season for goal scoring. Yeah. You know, generally, what happens when that happens is you bring in reinforcements. I don't know. It don't look like there's a kid in the under twenty threes that can step up. So yeah. you've got to find. Go out there, use your scouting well, network, either look look in France or bring someone. You've got to, you know, the thing is... Talk about the under-23. Well, hold up, what I'll say is, hold up. If, if you go back in the past, yeah, sometimes some of the most loved strikers were players that we brought in. And if I'm, when we signed Leroy Rosignor, yeah, now I went to the... He played for Fulham. He was at QPR. I remember going to the 1986 League Cup final, Oxford against QPR. Leroy come on. He was sub. He, he didn't, you know, he, he he weren't prolific. Leroy came to West Ham. Oh, I loved that man. It was, you know, it, 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 we went from McAvenny to David Kelly. We brought, but um, well, a bit before we brought Leroy in, and for me, fantastic player. If it weren't for injuries, I think he would have been an out and out legend, Leroy. And yet, nobody would have signed him. You weren't a West Ham player. Do you see what I mean? There mm-hmm. are players out there, if you look, that you can bring in that can get you f- five, ten goals next year. But Man United have done it. You know when they signed that Igalo? You know, mm-hmm. people have gone, oh, why have you done that? Even if we get a player in just for six months that can get us seven, eight, nine goals or whatever, someone well, to change David it Speedy. Well, yeah. He, uh, as much as I weren't a fan of Speedy now. because of his Chelsea connection... He did fantastic for us. That's our co-flex. Clive Allen. Yeah. Did you? Uh, I don't know if you saw the story with my headline: fate, "Hammers face relegation this morning." Yes, I knew what it was about. Anyway. Um, we are, you know, we uh, yeah. Since we're bottom with two look, points. Yeah, bottom with two points. Yeah. We lost three nil. Uh, you know, I, I got a little bit of grief about my my uh, story about Harrison Ashby saying leave the poor kid alone but you know I have a very good who, who gave you grief I can't remember oh. do you know it was no anyway says you know this is all speculation it's not speculation I know he's failing 
the contract. And I know he's not been injured. And I know he's not been picked. You know, it's pretty obvious. But he was put in the under-23s yesterday. First time in about four weeks. Got carded after 25 minutes. Got taken off after 65 minutes. And got some kid put on. They lost 3-0. Okay, to Liverpool. But at home to Rush Green. They've had two draws. They haven't won a single game in 11 games. Um, And they look like odds on for relegation. They're like five, six points off, you know, second from bottom. And I think the two go down. Now, I know people say it's not important. But I don't know what's going on there. I, I don't know. Well, no, it is. And those that don't, don't understand it. I don't know I'll tell you why it's important. Mark Robson, is he a good coach? Is it down to him? Have their well, best players gone out? How many, how many though, could, how many have we sent out on loan that could be playing for a Probably start? Probably about four, I think. So, so you've got that to consider. Longello, uh, Ockerflex. But um, what I would also say is, is that it is important because this is a conveyor belt. Yeah. Yeah, and basically... Is the conveyor belt broken at the moment? Do yeah. we need to get who's, you know? The, what was the last? Do we need guy? to get Schindler in? To fix I can't it. pronounce it. Who was the guy? He seemed to do quite well. Dimitri Haller. I don't know. He's at Colchester now. He, he is. Yeah. He he went to go to the Premier League. I don't really know what happened then. I don't know if he was pushed out. But he spent only. He was coaching manager of the Premier League for nine months, and then went off to become sporting director of Colchester United in July. Just gone, but. I don't know what's going on. Isn't um, Ricky Martin going as well? And isn't, and I'm sure you know this, Mark Noble's job to pick recruit for the academy? Well, you would imagine <coughs> that would be part of Noble's brief. It is his role. He's yeah, got to recruit the new manager. Yeah. And look. I don't know enough. Well, I'll tell Mark you Robinson who's doing a, a good job. Will he lose his job? I don't know. Well, funny enough, I don't know. He's, Paul Kincheski, to be fair, I, I, he's, he's doing a good job with the women. He is, actually. They're, they're yeah. playing now, aren't they? On the they're playing team. Arsenal at 6.30 yeah. or 7 o'clock kickoff. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, the, uh, you know, for, 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 where, for where West Ham women normally are, they, they, they're doing a bit better. So, um, you know... Hopefully, Mobile's other job is to look from David Moyes' successor as well. Because really, you've got to, no. Listen, you, the one thing about a football club, yeah, is that it has to have forward thinking and forward planning. That's yeah, that's out. Yeah, you've got to be looking at who do you think we would like the next manager. So therefore, you should be keeping a list, yeah, already of of people that you think will, yeah, if enough. it goes wrong. Yeah, have a con- this is a, what we turn to. Plan, There's a yeah. few people I would start keeping my eye on if I was. If I was, I think we missed out on Eddie Howe. I, no, not yet. No, Howe, I think that ship has sailed. Yeah, so, has, but, so, but there, there no, are. We get him on the way down. Yeah, well, of course we maybe. You're right. there, there are others though. There are others that that. Wait, and um, you think you think Noble's going to find them? Noble might be one. Well, maybe no. Noble becomes a manager one no. day. No, you know, you know, and the, what do you mean no? How do you know that? What Noble to be a manager? Yeah. No, come on, Sean. Be well, you might have said the same about um, who? Frank Lampard at one point. What Junior? Yeah. No, he was always a bit intelligent. <laughs> oh, he was actually. Are you Frank saying Lampard you got the intelligent? Went, Frank Lampard went went Brentwood Private School. Yeah, he, went, yeah? he, went he didn't go Royal Docks. 
You don't like Noble, do you? Yeah. So we don't fucking paint the picture of what he ain't. And I'm hearing stuff as well, by the way. I won't say it on the podcast. Oh, go on. Be indiscreet. No. Right. Of course he's going to put noses out of joint then. He ain't fucking started. Well, no, but he's still putting... I know he's getting involved in stuff already. I know he is. Or not getting involved in stuff, which is more to the point, yeah. He's He's not employed... Was employed to the second of Jan. But well, anyway, you know. It's, anyway, um, is there anything else we want to discuss about the game? No, no, not really. Although I don't, I, I didn't think we played that bad. No. Look at the players more than the manager. But we, I you think know. this this podcast highlights why we don't normally podcast straight after a game. <laughs> no, but the fact of the matter was, I was happy to have fucking spoke to Sean. <laughs> now what he's fucking like. I, I just bring out the best of people, then. That's what I do. <sighs> fucking hell. It's, oh, it's I've got a, a bone to put you so when I remember it. Oh, go on. What I about can't us? remember what it fucking was. There's so many of them. I just fucking lose track. I know. It's something I've done or something I've written or something, yeah? Oh, definitely fucking that. Yeah. Fuck me. <laughs> Are we... Um... Are yeah, we... I think it has something to do with Brady, to be honest. What, I use your sticker? I've still got the sticker. Karen's sticker. I, I, I did speak to her. I, I got a freedom of information about the uh, London Stadium. Yeah. And it turns out, right, and I wrote something about this, right, and I've, I've been pretty fair about it. Um, they, no one has checked. No one has challenged for all the time, no, I've you been know there, they're like that. No one has challenged no, no. The, the comparable. Um, no, because I don't clause, give a fuck right? about the fans. Until I challenged it, and I did challenge it with Brady, and and of course, so did Hammers United and other people. I wasn't alone. No one had it hadn't been challenged. It had before in the sad. But when I've looked over the last three years of information that is publicly available, often, you know, websites would say the price of a pint in 2019, 220, 2021. I see for the last three seasons, it's never been comparable. It's always been more expensive. Here's the key. West Ham have never challenged it before. That's what the Freedom of Information says. But here's the best thing, right? They don't actually monitor it. They admit that they don't monitor it at all. <laughs> so they don't monitor the other prices of the other leagues. So how could they ever adhere to it, right? And then I asked them, well, how about London Stadium 185 and Delaware North and they went no because they they're not obliged to in their contract so it's all a bit farcical and I know most no people shit. find it boring but it just paints a picture of okay so we've got something in the contract but no one's monitoring it and the supporters are the ones that are left out of pocket because you know no one cares until it all blows up one day I I do hope they follow it through and I have sent it on to Miss Brady and other directors um, to see if we can, at some point, get what was told to us in, in the contract. But anyway, um, enough of that. Um, are we doing questions today? Yes. I, yes. We are. We've, we ain't got many. I've just checked. So let's... Uh, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's press the button. It's uh, time for this. It's Facebook, Twitter, question time, where we've probably surprised our eight listeners by recording on a Sunday instead of a Monday. Yeah. Nigel. Yes. 
You're really uh, nice. There's not many, Good. to be fair. So, <laughs> I did post Halloween tomorrow, and Sean's booked up for Spookings. Hold up, the show is recording tonight, minus the boochies, give us your questions, hopefully they make Hang on, and, hang on, let's just clarify a point, you're also not in the county, so no. yeah. you weren't available either, most no. of next week, because you're in deepest, darkest Devon. Yes, yeah. So there you go, so yeah. before you put it all on me that I've got a Halloween party... <laughs> Let's face it, if I weren't going to work, would we have recorded Monday night? No, because you weren't available. Right. Yeah, because you're going trick-or-treating. I'm not going trick-or-treating. Well, what Where, are you going to then? Well, in a, the American thing is to have a sort of Halloween-themed party, so it's all got a Halloween theme and people come and do Halloween stuff, you know? All right. Ask the question. Don't go dodge the prick, Nigel. <laughs> フォッナフィスファーティーメニューフォーティーフリーイエーズトゥモローアロウィンナフォーストスポークトゥモワイフエイガーイエーイエーイエーイエーイエーイエーイエーイエーイエーイエーイエーイエーイエーイエーイエー
which was um, when I gave the gerbil's name, Jerry the gerbil, she looked at me deadpan seriously and said, is that with a G or with a J? And I just looked at her and went, love is a gerbil. It ain't got a birth certificate. To which she got very umpy with me and said, I have to put it on the computer. I said, well, gerbil's with a G. So should we go with a G then? And then the vet walked out and went, Jerry Khan. And I'm looking there. All these people got cats and dogs. I'm holding this bloody gerbil. And I'm thinking, what, what type of brain-warped world do these people in vets live in? He had a bit of dust in his eye. It cost me 35 quid. I could have flushed him down the toilet, walked into the shop, bought one for another and saved myself the score. What it cost for a gerbil. Dear, dear. But still, I digress, people. You do digress. There you go. Uh, Iron's independent reactions of normal supporters, says. <laughs> That's a fantastic name. Anyway, uh, was Stuart Pearce our set-piece coach? Because since he's gone, it's all gone downhill. We also need to try two up front. Iron's, he says. I, he's been asked this before, and I'm pretty sure he said he wasn't. What, no. going to try two up front? No, no, no. He wasn't the set-piece coach. <laughs> oh. No, he probably wasn't the set-piece coach. But funny enough, on the commentary, they go, West Ham are set-piece specialists. And you think, uh, that not may have been last time. season, mate. But yeah. not, not, you know. I mean, a lot of it, this, this set-piece joy comes from um, um, the, the guy, oh, fucking, what's his name? Dawson, one of them. Mm. Uh, also, it comes from Suchek as well. And they're just—it's just not the delivery's uh, not great. And... Again, I, I think we've had so many corners. We had ten today, fourteen the we other did, day. Did we? Ten today, yeah, ten corners. We should have got something out of one. How of many? Corners. How many chances did we create from those corners? I don't know. I haven't got the stat on that. Nearing up every one they did away Man United. Yeah, they're good though. Oh, we're bad. The Man United. So when they're given the ball away, you know. I've been in Old Trafford twice, one one nil twice. I'll oh, never go lucky. back. No, no. But the thing is, we took our chance. Well, th- that's in. what I alluded to when I said I've seen shit at West Ham. Yeah. You know. The, 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 and, well, and, retrospectively, when you're talking about the two goal scorers being Di Canio and Defoe. Yeah. It says a lot, really. Well, yeah. The Defoe one was probably game. that Defoe game because that was under road. Got slaughtered. And 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 that was a back post header. Yeah, if I remember, it was. and um, I think it come, might have come off the crossbar. Yeah, I might get that wrong. It, 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 it was a great leap at the back by the by the foe, but it was it was a, a snatch and grab, wasn't it? Oh, that's God. what that's what was so wonderful. <laughs> but the idea then, I mean, there was no the 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 old idea was how do we get the ball to the foe or how do we get the ball to the yeah. and we worked out a way of doing it. And it's not happening yeah. now. No. Ben Rahm is no Decanio. Next up, it's uh, Jason Backhouse to the 70s. Um, Evening gents, he says, quick question tonight, which is a bit good. So he says, what's been your favourite piece of Hammers attire that we've owned, but not including kits? So he says he's got two. And the first would be the 1980 FA Cup Admiral Traxel. And the second would be the Buckton manager's jacket from the mid-90s. Right. Got any well, West Ham clobber the, or? 
the actual proper walk-on airborne tracksuit, I, I wore crossies. Mm. It's incredibly heavy, and how they wore it in a hot day, do not know. I think, I don't think, I suppose the Iron Maiden one is still a kit in it, really. Yeah. I'm trying to think what, not. I've got, I don't know, I can't really answer it, the odd scarf, really. I've got a um, rain jacket, feeler, rain jacket with the old badge on. I forget what year it is. I still use it, actually. If it's feeler, it's 2000. Is it? Around that era, yeah. We went to feeler, uh, so we were pony, 97, was we? And then we moved to feeler about 98, I think. I think it was still pony this season that we didn't have a sponsor. Um, we had that yeah. shirt for a couple of years, so about ninety, not might have been ninety nine. Then we went to Feeler, and I've got a few West Ham polo shirts and stuff over the years that, you know, sometimes I can fit in. <laughs> I keep them all. I've I've got like a a pile of West Ham stuff. I, it, it's one it thing. I'm, me. I'm I'm sure you'll say the same, right? It's one thing when I'm throwing out stuff and giving it away to charity. I, I never feel I can give away West Ham stuff. The only stuff I did give away was my son's kits, and I actually gave oh, them no. away to Hammers for Work to because they're almost new uh, to go to other families for Christmas. But apart from that, um, I've no. kept all West Ham mobilia. Not only have I got all my shirts, I've got all my daughter's shirts from when she was yeah. little. I remember saying it to you at the time. You went, oh, I'd never do that. Yeah. Can I remind you of something you said to me the other day, Nigel? Yeah. Right? And I... <laughs> I would get in trouble for saying this. But you were wearing a new badge, and I said... Well, there was a time where you used to wear the old badge only. You'd never wear the new badge. And That's then you correct. said to me, yeah, but Sean... When eighty percent of your wardrobe is West Ham related, sometimes it wears out and you just have to move on. You can't get the old. Yeah, badge. that is that is true. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> that's that's the situation I'm in. Um, items of clothing. Yeah, eighty percent of your wardrobe is West Ham attire. It's probably seventy percent, if I'm being brutal, truthfully honest. Yeah, seventy percent. Yeah, it, it, I mean my jumpers for work. Um, I own, madly, I've, for some reason, I own about 25 to 30 jumpers. But about 20, mm, about about 50% of them are West Ham. I'd say 80% of my T-shirts are West Ham T-shirts, my polos. Wow. Um, yeah. There you go. But there then go. that's why when you go to work and you wear your clothes to work, people just call you West Ham. Because that's all they ever see me wearing, you know. Yeah. That is all, all I wore. You know, people, I, I remember buying in the shop these jumpers and they they, they were black. I used to buy every colour. So I had black, blue, grey, claret. And they were embossed with the crossed hammers, but in yeah. the same material. So it didn't stand out. And I remember wearing it to work and someone went to me, I think it's the first time I've seen you not wear a West Ham jumper, Nigel. There you go. And I just leant forward and went, Hey, can you? Yeah. And they were like, "Good oh, question, Jason." Good sorry, question. That. Yeah, but I mean, mine would be. I've still got my first scarf from when I was seven. Um, so that would be 
mine. And then I've also That's got what I'm thinking. a bench coat. I've got a bench yeah. coat from the last season at Upton Park. I, I've i got that, on it that white scarf I wore in that black and white thing that was in yeah. the papers. Oh, in the picture, yeah. And, and that went to the 1980 uh, FA Cup. Yeah. Still got it. Oh, right. Well, you didn't, so who took the scarf then? Would you mug someone? What? Huh? My dad, took it. My dad oh, took it, yeah. There you go. All right, yeah, we like them type of questions. Cheers, Jace. Next up, it's the old Spandau Ballet Roadie. It's Matty Kemp. Evening, gents, he says. It seems we are difficult to break down, yet too many 1-0 losses away from home. Tells a story. Does. He's then gone, why doesn't Moyes play Antonio and Scamacca up front together? Ooh, don't go down that road, We, we talked about that earlier. And secondly, last season... We've got a lot of goals from set pieces. We talked about this as well. This season we haven't. Have we been found out? I would answer yes to that, Matt. Well, they do. Yeah, they do. They mark us accordingly. They do their homework, particularly Dawson, who, who, you know, I mean, the whole reason we got that penalty the other day is they overmark people like Dawson. They just know our tactics. We're very one-dimensional of, well, right, we're going to get it to... And look, Zuma got unlucky today as well. He's he's a bit of a threat in the in the box for those corners. But I think, you know, they look at the videos of us and, and mark us out of it now and see what we did last year or the year before. All right. Okay. Do you not? Yeah. Yeah, I don't disagree. Right. Next up, someone with, who's, who's now got an unfortunate name. Uh, it's Gerald Smith. Long-time listener, first-time questioner. Oh, Jerry. I have to give him a, n- a name then, a um, Delta Kaito name. Why, why well, has he got an unfortunate name? Well, because bearing in mind the trip to the vets that I just mentioned the name, yeah. he will now be known as Jerry the Gerbil Smith. Oh, my goodness. All right. <laughs> yeah. So... Uh, but he says, always a great show. Thanks, guys. He says, for many years, I've been frustrated that we're pants taking throw-ins. Yeah, I do agree. Take too long. No movement within the yeah. team. And then it's either a short one to a player's feet or in a congested area. Or the yeah. long lob, which the opposition easily deal with a lot today. Do you agree? I think yes. we all do. Yes. Now, on to the question. He hears Liverpool have a dedicated coach to improve throwing tactics and technique. Shouldn't we have one? But he finishes yeah, with the ultimate. You're in the club, Jerry. Brady out. Brady out. Welcome aboard, Jerry. Yeah, we should have Welcome a coach. Aboard. A throwing in coach. Well, I did notice today that Antonio took a long throwing. And it weren't that great. And no, it wasn't, fair, was it? It weren't that long. And then he went to take another one, and Kerra went, no, nah, I'll take it. So then Kerra took it, and it weren't that great. And it no, no, we're not good at... I agree with him, actually. It's a good observation. So We throw it into crowded areas, or they're, they're just... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't it be great just once? Because we've never had a Rory Dilat-type player that could hurl a long call. I always remember, I think, Tranmere beat us. And they had a bloke who could like throw it from the from if they got a that if they got a technique f- though isn't throw it? anyone can yeah. learn that well if they got a throw in at any point in the opposition half, Tramir had this bloke who could run up and launch it into the box. Yeah, Rory Delap, wasn't it? No, this was Tranmere. 
Tramier had a bloke as well. This guy, yeah. Um, but R- Rory Dilap, of course, Rory Dilap, who famously we we tried to not let him have towels to clean the ball, and then one year we even moved advertising holdings further forward. Yeah, and yeah, he just stood in that. between them. Yeah. <laughs> so, so typical. But yeah, that's a good that's a good point, um, Gerbil. Uh, we need to work on that. Have a word, Sean. Have a word. Yeah, I will. Next up, top fan, it's old Ziggy Stardust. He says, evening all, Davy Jones says, only managed to see the last 30 minutes in Man United came, but looked a good performance from what I saw. Probably you'd saw the best part. Yes, that was, that was, um, that was in, in the, in the, um, that was the best time to watch. He said, he doesn't do Halloween, but what would be your best treat for West Ham? Burning the stadium down. Oh, that's Brady a out. Brady out. What does he mean, treat? So like trick or treat? Yeah. So don't do Halloween. But what would your best treat be for West Ham? So West Ham will come up to you, knocks on the door. Trick or treat. What are you giving West Ham? I don't know. Um, Faberge egg. Faberge egg. What? <laughs> It's not Easter. You don't give them out chocolate eggs at Easter. <laughs> Faberge <laughs> egg is not chocolate, darling. What? <laughs> Faberge is not chocolate. What is it? Porcelain, isn't it? What? It's like a, a collectible jeweled egg. It's a very expensive uh, jeweled egg. Oh, what? Grand jeweled egg, is it? It's, uh... Well, is that what you'd give them? You'd drop that in. Yeah, oh, Brady would do anything for one of them, I'll bet. They're, she would. They're, they're worth, worth a lot of money. Oh, they're, they're worth oh, millions, yeah. Yeah, it make me look a bit silly now. All right. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Well, I'm, I'm not a man of culture, so I'm, I'm happy to admit. <laughs> Never heard of a Fabergé. Yeah. Oh, dear. Next up, I don't know what treat I'd give them. I don't know. Do a finger think... fudge is yeah. just enough for everyone to eat. Oh, you're thinking of Brady again, Sean, aren't you? <laughs> Anthony Collins says, do you think we need to change our corner takers? Another, well, we have discussed about our lack of penetration on corners. He says, our corners have been so bad this season, it's pointless sending anyone forward. We're lucky if they make it past the first man. Brady out. Brady out. Uh, yes. You're not right, Tom. Um, you're not right? You mean you're not wrong? Oh, yeah, you're not wrong, Tom. Yeah. The f- I think the first lot of corners that we slung in were, were poor. I think it, I don't know. I'm trying to think. I think it was um, was it Bowen on corners? So I'm trying to think. Who took the corners from our left? So they were left footed. They did it as an outswinger. And they were poor. I don't think it was either Creswell or Bowen. Uh, Bowen takes corners. Cressy takes yeah. corners. Yeah. Well, it was either Creswell or Bowen. Yeah. Right. Um, next up, Andy Farrell. Obviously, thrown the, uh, the the funny shake ball in. Come over to football. Welcome, Andy. Uh, Andrew Farrell says, Evening. Oh, unbelievable. We didn't get a draw today. We were really turning the screws at the end of the game. Get this right. <laughs> I, I don't vet these people. Andy then says, I like Suchek. He seems like a lovely guy, and his first season for us was fantastic. 
What do you guys feel causes his lack of, lack of impact now? His form of what he's told to do for us now? Today it looked like he didn't get off the bus. If we don't play him, what is the alternative? Brady out. Brady out. I think the alternative is to put Downs in there. Yeah, no. I, I, I Look, I, I, I think we all agree if you're going to play too defensive. Effort. He's not consistent enough. And he's not gaining that form that he did a few years ago. Yeah. So if if Moyes thinks Downs is ready, then he's got to create um he's got to create competition and drop him to the bench as soon as Pakatar comes back. Downs takes Suchek's role and um and he sits on the bench and waits for his opportunity again. Well, I mean, we could do a whole show on him, couldn't we? We could. We could do. Um, because. But well, I think his lack of. I think the the problem is now that what you're seeing is a real suit check. And I think Moyes has fallen in love with the type of player he is rather than what he can offer. Because <laughs> as. I've already done my nut at Moise's decisions are based on fear and not faith, which is always a bad decision. If you think, if you take a playoff because you think he's going to get sent off, the game's fucking gone. You need faith, no fear. Especially in that old Trafford, don't have any fear. But there you go. We don't dare argue with you again, then. No, don't. If you're gonna, <laughs> if you're gonna fucking fear everything, I don't we fucking fear arguing with you. We fear arguing with you. Yeah. Or is that cowardly of us? You're fucking with it's cowardly, isn't it? If you're gonna make all your decisions based on, oh, this is gonna happen, that's gonna happen. Get a fucking grip, man. You don't know what's gonna happen. Right. And I've just had a quick look on. There's a few people saying it over across social, you know, why is it taking off? And people saying, oh, he's one tackle, one fade away from a red card. He's also one shot away from an equaliser. So that's negative. If you want to see, know what the difference is, negative and positive. My but is that is, the matter? But without, without shouting at me, is that the manager's fault or is it the player's fault? Well, you could say it's a ref's fault, really, but I mean, it's not. I mean, yeah, it's an arse yellow card. I mean, I was like And the other thing is, you've got to give him, he's got every right to go for that second ball. Wasn't it, wasn't it, when wasn't it his first foul? Home, I think it was his first yeah, foul he got booked for. Yeah, it was his first. And, yeah. and the other one is just trying to get in a rebound from his original shot. I mean, it was more, I know it sounds daft, but it was more the player going into his foot than him going into the player. And you're looking and you and suddenly the geezer's a £35 million signing the geezer who looks like he's going to score for fun, suddenly looked like a liability. Can't have that. That is not getting beyond your team. And if that is the manager and that is your outlook, sorry, mate, you're in the wrong fucking job. I think Moyes is the guy. He is the man to take us forward. If you're fucking shitting yourself all the time, go home, stay home, you're a rich man. Don't do it. Anyway. Mm. Okay. Next up. Cheers, Andy. Anyway, for that. Uh, 
If we don't play him, what is the alternative? Well, you did hear us discuss that. Brady out. Brady out. Uh, Graham Farrah. Nice pair of chassis. Suchu, sir. Suchu. Evening, gents. Graham says he's disappointed tonight. I'm sure we all are. Poor first half. And we left it too late to fight back. All day, DKO made some good saves. We need to find our form on corners again. Because yeah. yeah. we're missing out on yeah. goals from them. And he says to keep Len happy. Well, you're going Brady to try out. Brady out. Real trouble tonight. <laughs> oh dear. Um, oh, Jordan, seriously, I think that the not just West Ham here, in football in general, just the focus of it being a game is completely gone. I'm watching lots of football. No one's. Well, I was talking to you about that um, that Netflix thing. Captains. Yeah. Tell you what, you'd think fucking Mike Lee wrote it. Is that fucking miserable? None of them are fucking smiling. It's just a strange. It's constant dramatic piano music in it. Like you, you think something bad's gonna happen. It's just a fucking game of football. These people from yeah. I can't remember what it's called. The one of the tropical islands. What? Oh, yeah. uh, what shipwreck was it? What the one where the Vanuatu, plane crashes? It? I only know it because it's the one that Gogan went to and lived on. Vanuatu, oh. I think it is. All oh, right. They, they, anyway, they got COVID and they they can't finish their qualifying. I mean, they're distraught. And you're like, uh, you I, I must admit that the World fucking Cup, surely. I'm got past um, episode one. Can't get uh, into I've it. got to fight. I've got three well, you've done very well I've to get that far. Turned off. I've just turned it off. Why FIFA want to represent football like this and not a game of fucking enjoyment? Well, I'm, 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 I'm trying to get their head in before the uh, the documentary about their corruption drops yeah. in. Maybe. Yeah. Anyway, just, just a general lack of enjoyment. It's all doom and gloom. No one's enjoying it at all. No. I think they're overdoing the whole football genre now. I know you one of the early ones, Len. But they've, they've had success with, and now they're going mad. You know, there's a new Premier League one going. You know this one that's coming? No, go on. Yeah, um, it's, it's, it's a bit like the Formula One. It's uh, by the same oh, yeah, people drive yeah, to yeah, survive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so no, sort of... basically we won't feature much. We'll be, you know, we'll be the also-rans. And it'll all be about yeah. the big boys. Yeah, of course it will. And, and, then, and apparently I, they will give. They won't give the money out equally. They will give no. it out a bit like Drive to Survive, where the yeah. big teams get all the money and then yeah. they just throw those yeah. scraps out. But I, and I'll tell you what, it'll reinforce. It'll reinforce my strong belief now, is that the day they fuck off and form a Super League. I think you're right. And the day actually, we can enjoy football again. You want to go play Super League? Go play it properly. Don't darken that doorstep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I will think football, for the majority of football fans, because the majority of football fans do not support the big six, we will be far happier. Yeah. Let them go. And I'll tell you what, if Newcastle want to go as well, off you go. Off you pop. But I'll tell you what, don't come back. Yeah. yeah. Don't play in the cups. Don't think. You want to go, go. No more of this. Something needs to give because 
the Premier League's just not. You it's know, just full of fear. It don't. I'll tell you what. I, I thought the Premier League. If you look back to the origins of the Premier League, it was supposed to actually. I thought make the English international team better. Was it? Well, Oh, Sean, you go back to the orange of it. This was one of the big things about the quality would be better and that this would have do wonders for the English international side and everything. I don't think it quite worked out that way, has it? If we look back now, for if we go back to what we thought, those that are old enough to know what we had before and what we got now, do you think it's actually improved? And I look back to the, well, the dark ma- days of the eighties, and I, 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 um, I get asked questions by people. Great questions they ask me. A few people will come to me and ask me about the old days. They want to learn about it, and you explain things. So, and you, I get misty eyed. You think, do you know what though? It was a far better, better product back then. Yeah. So I know you're going to laugh at me and go, "Yeah, well, you're just reading that from Wikipedia," which I am. Yeah. Right, but when you look at why the Premier League was formed, the primary reason TV money. was yeah, was, yeah was to money, take yeah. advantage of the lucrative television rights to Sky. Yeah, hold up, no, ah, see, <laughs> now you've fallen into a mistake <laughs> no, there, Sean. Yeah, that's not true. Right, because what you've ignored is that it was actually ITV years before that set the chain in motion. Yeah, and you have to go back to that. I know, yeah. but I'm just reading, I'm reading a observer piece. Yeah, but there was something that happened, I think it was either 87 or 88, a meeting in an hotel. Yeah. We it had was what Wapi. was called... But it was the, about... The Big my... Five, yeah. And, um, no, this is a meeting with Greg Dyke and right. uh, Noel White, uh, I think it was Liverpool, it was like Liverpool, Everton, Tottenham, Arsenal, Man United. Yeah, wasn't it? Um, I don't know if Everton were there as well. So it was around that. But these were the so-called big boys. And and they were big mainly because of fan base and what they'd won. And it was them. And they had to convince the other football, top football league clubs. But it was about money. It's still about money and TV rights. Yes. Because back then, where it was the football league, yeah, the the the, the um, money that was given out was filtered across the ninety two leagues. Yeah, of course. The 92 and that was clubs. the reason. Yeah. And basically, the big boys said, "Well, we're the main product. We want to keep the majority of the money." Mm. So it was about life. Sky launched actually. in. You yeah. see the timing of it. If you remember, Sky launched in nineteen ninety. Yeah. With, you remember where all the dishes went? Oh up. no! Yeah, no. But what happened is, it, 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 I suppose it was the perfect. Shit fest. It was football's on its knees. Yeah, um, uh, Hillsborough had happened. Football clubs were facing. They were getting grants from the football league to revamp them stadiums. But I think we had until '93 or '94 to turn the football stadiums from what we had to all seater. And and generally, for probably 90 percent of the clubs, that meant reducing the capacity by reducing the capacity of the ground. Bearing in mind. Upton Park went from, I think it was a 36,000 capacity with terracing post-1981. Before 1981, we had 42,000 capacity. Then the West Lower, the West End went all-seater, dropped it down to 35, 36. 
once we seated everything, it would have been a 25,000-seater stadium. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So We are digressing now, and of course, yeah. then extra questions are going to come along, and we don't want another no, three and a half-hour podcast. Right, because we've got one left. We've got, we've got a couple left, that's all. All right, okay. So next up, a man who's probably got the ideal, the, a, a proper traditional West Ham name, and he's called Trevor Payne. Oh. Trevor for the legend that is Brooklyn and Payne because that's what we all feel watching West Ham. Yeah. So there What's you his go. Delta Kaikai name? I don't know. What, what should we give him? Well, we could uh, give him back pain, neck pain, um, arse pain. We can't give him arse pain. Well, or should we go around the church? <laughs> or, should we, or should we go to the... Um, Form an orderly queue. <laughs> <laughs> That's Sean's territory. Yeah. Or uh, should we work around the Trevor? Uh, what about... What about I call no him, pain, no gain? No. Oh, right. I was going to call him Sir Trev. Well, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm sure we I'm not, because I've read yeah. his last comment. All right, here we go. So, yeah, well, let me get to it. So, good evening, lads, says Sir Trev. Long time listener, but he's only commented once in the past. We'll keep it up, Trev. Uh, thanks for providing us with so much entertainment and hilarity every week. Uh, I want to know why we're always so negative against the so-called big teams, only under certain managers. Looking at Liverpool game 10 days ago, the Chelsea game in September, and the Man United game today, we don't set out to get on the ball and put pressure on from the start. We let them play. He says, now I know this is generally the way Moyes sets up, but all three of Liverpool, Chelsea Man United were there for the taking. All of the second halves proved that. As we've come away knowing we deserve something from all those games. Man for man, it's my belief that we are just as good as any. Well, I'm, I disagree with you, Trev, but he says, apart from City, yet we set up as an inferior side. It is though we're playing the team's name... He's not wrong, and not the players on the pitch. He said it's frustrating when we're capable of beating them. He said, appreciate your thoughts. Brady out, and then he finishes Brady with, out. Bald Stooge out. Trevor out. <laughs> Bald Stooge out. Trevor out. Bald Stooge out. Well done, Sir Trev. Well done. Um, right. What is it, though? Why? Can, why do you think we are set up? I don't think Moyes is the only manager to do this in West Ham's here. But why are the teams like us set up so negative? Rather than seeing it as a free hit. Um, I, I, I mean, it is a free hit and, and history goes before you. But I, do you know what? I think if you look at those three games, we've been unlucky in all three. Chelsea, we were robbed because of VAR. Liverpool, we were robbed. All right, we could have got a draw. Um, and it could have gone the other way. And today could have gone another way as well. Yeah, so but it, it didn't. It all went such, the same way. It's such small margins. It's inches. It is... The margins are all so about small. bravery. Bravery. We lost by a single goal. It could have gone another way today. We lost by a goal that was um, ruled out incorrectly at Chelsea. It should have been a draw. And I thought we should have got something out of Liverpool. So I would say... Yeah, it's a, scored a penalty. The margins are so fine, an inch or it can go either way. And we've just been unlucky. That's what I'm going to put it down to. I'm not going to blame Moyes. Fear. Fear. Hmm. Fear. 
Prove me wrong. Prove you used to raise our fear. game for the big games, though. We did. Definitely did. You yeah, know? We, we would get beat by, you know, Barnsley or Watford or whoever and then go out and beat Chelsea. That's That was always yeah. the West Ham way. Yeah. Or Shrewsbury, yeah. if you go back far yeah. as me and Nigel. Yeah. Or Wimbledon. Yeah. Or Wimbledon. <laughs> I, I, I mean, if you look at the Great Escape season, I think we were the first Premier League team that year to beat Arsenal home and away and Man United home and away. Yeah. Bear in mind, they were the big two. Yeah. Yeah. And we did that and stayed up by a skin of our teeth. So, to, to go from that to where we are now, I, don't know, I can't disagree with Lynn. I think it is fear. Rather than seeing it as a free hit and think, let's go out, let's play our game, and if we lose 3-0, we walk off with our heads held high. Yeah. And I, and I think it, it, it is all about, let's keep it tight, lads. Don't concede. See where we can go in... Um, see where we can go in, in the... the you know, and it, literally, you can see it. Let's see if we can get something in the last 10 yeah. minutes. Yeah. Because if the last 10 minutes... And the funny thing about it is, is that... The, the people, I suppose, that are, are looking on the bright side will look at that last 10 minutes. And, and that's the when you walk out of a football ground, generally it's the last yeah. 10 minutes you remember more. Yeah. yeah. Your memory pattern. So that will be what you decide will be, oh, yeah, that, it wasn't a bad game, was it? So there'll be people sitting there going, well, we've done well today. Why is that? Because we had a go. But we only had a go at 10 minutes. Now, if I you have you... a go longer, it's possible we could have been 3 0 Dan. I don't think we would have been against this Man United team. Though. No, I don't think so. So, I don't, you know. So I get it. I think it is fear. I think it's it's it's. See, I think it is fear. I'm still sticking. with I don't life. want to start with Dan the Cowardly Rooks. I don't want you to shout well, at me what, again. Well, that's what's but... different. That's what, <laughs> that, how can you not say if you're feeling fear, you're not a coward? This is move on, well, move on, Nigel, yeah. move on. I'm not just saying the definition of it. You can't. No, I get, I get, here, I get what you're saying. My disagreement with you was over the substitution. Yeah, but no, I think okay, you know, no, this is, he can't be. <laughs> no, don't get me confused about who would only play two and no from. The yeah. fact of, if you're going down the route of his one tackle away and should be taken out of the game, that's fear. That's not mm. faith. Because you could say he's one shot away from getting the equaliser. Yeah, you could do. but So that's yeah. a little bit cowardly. Oh, yeah. Okay. Nigel, Stuart Lee. Yeah, so next up, it's uh, <laughs> Cheeky Lions, Stevie Lions. says, evening, gents. Happy Halloween. Uh no, not a football-related question. So here it goes. Seeing as it's Halloween, uh, Sean will probably be able to answer this. You're invited to a fancy dress party. Would you dress up as? Because he goes to loads of them, people. And the second question is, what mischief did you get up to on Halloween when you were younger? <laughs> I can imagine Sean will go all out dressing up-wise, so we demand a picture. Uh, as for today's result, uh, I don't expect anything at Old Trafford. So I can't sound really disappointed, but he says, thanks as always, gentlemen, and the doggy man. Brady out. Brady out. Trevor out. What are you dressing up there, Sean? Um, it's got to be fancy dress tomorrow, isn't it, for you? Yeah, well, of course it will be. There you go. I knew it would be. What are you oh, going well, as? Yeah, usually He's going be, as the no. pumpkin, I told you. Dracula, of course. Oh, is it? Yeah. I did, uh, you, you ever seen Young Frankenstein, Sean? 
Yeah, no, I've gone yeah. as Frank's time before. No, 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 mate. You're more Igor, the little hobbit that yeah. drags his foot. Odd pod. <laughs> oh, yeah, odd pod. I don't know if you've seen the picture. <laughs> he certainly has gone odd pod. <laughs> odd, odd pod from Carry yeah, On as Screaming. You know, um, if there's any American <laughs> listeners, Americans, my, as you may or may not know, my partner's American, and she goes all out, right, for, for Halloween, as all Americans do. Oh. In Texas, they did... They did um, this front yard, it's been on social media, so realistic with like blood spattered uh, bodies and body bags in the front. <laughs> the police turned up, thought they'd been a mass murderer. They just go to the real. No. Yeah. But some people, including the, the more um, religious people, Father Chris, etc., although I see he's on holiday, um, would say it's celebrating the cult and it shouldn't be celebrated. So each their own. It's for kids. A bit like Christmas. Halloween's for kids, yeah. not for adults. Well, so it's football these days. Yeah. Um, are you, do you, I, you ever dress up for Halloween? No, Halloween, mate, when I was a kid, was nothing. Yeah. Because yeah. it was five days before firework night and my brother was too busy stuffing tissue into my coats, putting me in a pram and yeah, seeing how much guy. he could get penny with a guy. Yeah. With me as the guy. Yeah. Well, I know so, people used to say sort of. Tri- I mean, used to do things with bangers and everything, but we, yeah, we but that was firework night. Yeah, you're we right, did that. You're right. So, yeah. um, never did Halloween. Trick just... or treat, right? Knock people knock on the door. I mean, uh, we've all heard stories where you know teenagers are going, "Give me some money," and going, "Well, that's not how this works," mm. right? But um, you know, they go trick or treat, and you go trick, and they go, "Oh well, don't have a trick." You know, you should have a trick ready. If you go trick or treat, they should play a trick on you. All right. But no one is set up for that anymore. I think it's, I just feel cheated. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, a trick or treat. I I want a trick. I bet there's a cute (laughs) trick you, Sean. There's an unwritten rule now, right? You don't knock on on the houses that don't have pumpkins with uh, candles in the middle anymore, isn't it? Is, Is that the unwritten rule? Good. Yeah. I bet you never put. Candy no, out I fucking the... don't. I'm having it. Do you call it candy or do you call it chocolates or sweets? Oh, it's sweets. Who calls it candy? Americans call it candy. Well, yeah, but you ain't American. Yeah, but you have to. It's like I don't say shopping candy. anymore. I say I talk about groceries and candy. Oh, fuck off. Dear, oh, dear. See, look, you got, you you're supposed to, to anglify her, Sean. You're supposed to anglify her. Yeah. I've tried. She's living over here. She's got to do as we do. Oh, I've tried. Start putting by putting use in your words instead yeah. of just not. What what do we call it now? So if you go, uh, if you do go grocery shopping, what is it? Food shopping, food shopping, yeah. Shopping, Groceries. I called it. Shopping. Just shopping. She shopping. said, "Well, how do you know the difference between other kind of shopping?" Well, I don't do any well, other kind of shopping. Uh, what other kind of shopping is there? Clothes shopping. Like clothes TV shopping. Get mine from West Ham, Sean. Furniture shopping. Car no, shopping? No, I don't do that. No. All right, fair enough. Anyway, we digress. Uh, Len, have you ever dressed up for Halloween? No, nothing comes to mind, mate, no. I think it's a bit more of an American thing. It is, yeah. I would go as Young Frankenstein. That, for me, two films, if you're going to go, Young Frankenstein and Carry On Screaming. Two of the so, best. I don't know if you saw going. what uh, John sent us earlier in the group. No. 
uh, he, he said, here's my suggestion for you for tomorrow, Sean. Okay. Well, two people, a husband and wife, went. <laughs> and the wife was dressed up as a cat. The bloke was dressed up oh, as Kurt Zuma. Kurt Zuma. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Even, yeah. Uh, would you? Would you blackface them? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, you would. You would. Would I black up? No, yeah. no, because no. that would oh, be uh, yeah. not oh, very oh. politically correct. No, it wouldn't. No, uh, it's a little bit like going as Hitler to a fancy dress party. It's just not the dumb thing anymore. Depends on what the party is. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, the funny thing is, Freddie Freddie Star made a career out of just that. Was I it? know he did, but but yeah, they were different days. Oh no. Where you could eat hamsters and get away with it. Anyway, Dingaling is here. Stuartling says, uh, Brady out. Brady out. Uh, he's got a good question, which I'm glad he's asked, actually. Any chance of those stickers, mate? I feel like slapping a few of those in and around the stadium. There is a few up already, people, oh, around it? Block C. Well, there's one on my seat, and obviously the one that I sent you is actually on a pillar. And I, wow. I put them up Monday, and they were still there Thursday. Yeah, <laughs> wow. On the staircase. They don't clean very well, do they? So, so I did forget what pillar I put it on the staircase, so I had to check everyone as I walked down Thursday night. But it was still there from Monday. So um, he says, uh, quite happy to part with a few kids for the privilege as well. There'd be good badges as well, Jay, if you're thinking of um, anything. Hmm. Uh, the badge, eh? Yes, I think there'd be or another T-shirt. Uh, you know, merchandise. It's all about the merch. Uh, from the criminally overpriced shit food and beer to the damp fart that has become our atmosphere in that poxhole of a stadium. He doesn't I'm like it there. No, I'm struggling to find any positives about going over there anymore other than meeting up with my mates for a few pre-match beers on the boats. At least the football's been decent up until this season. But even that has become so boring now, I'm feeling like it's better to be watching it in the pub and not bother walking over there. He says, we're in the Bobby Moore lower, and even that has become a library. No atmosphere whatsoever, no matter how hard some of us try. And he apologises for the rant, but once again, Brady out. Brady he out. follows that with absolute helmet of a woman. Obviously not a single clue about van experience on football whatsoever, even after all these years. And then he's got a hand emoji with water squirting emoji. <laughs> So, <laughs> it, it, it is right of late. I thought we haven't. I mean, there was a bit of atmosphere. At Hold up. Can I just point out? We'll just clip that there. So, Dinger says, uh, absolute helmet of a woman. Obviously, not a single clue about fan experience or football whatsoever, even after all these years. And Sean's reply with, he is right. Thank hang on, you hang on. Very hang on. much, I'll Sean. I'll talk to you about her. I'll talk to you about her and, and my experience there. So first of all, you know, it has been a bit flat. Even our section, which, you know, right next to the away fans, which are above, as you know, and we've been a bit quiet at Bournemouth and certainly on Thursday. But it's been a strange crowd because it was kids for quid on Monday night. And Why wasn't it on Thursday, kids for quid? It should have been. Should have yeah. been. Um, oh. And... You know, well, the big free with an adult. The, the, the most exciting game actually was where the travel was was the Adelaide game that it was a bit noisy and obviously we raised the games to the you know in Chelsea and Spurs, but I, d I don't know what it is. But but the games have been a bit quiet and we're not singing as much and I don't know if that's we're a bit nervous or it's more tourists or whatever. 
talking about Brady, the problem with Brady, and look, Nigel knows, we've sat on the set with her, we talked to her. The problem with Karen is she only knows what she's told. And often she's told what people want to hear. And what we did at the SAB, and, and Nigel will testify for this, and, you know, he, he told as well. Sometimes you can get success and go, well, actually, Karen, that's not the way it is. And, look, I've got some proof. And, you know, my, her first response when I said about the beer is, oh, it, it is, I've been told. Her first response when I brought up the beer at the beginning of the season was, we've checked it, and is it in with line of the clause? And I said to her, with the greatest respects, that's bollocks, and this is the reason why. And here's some pictures of the other beers, and you can look at them and do a, an average and do it. And and I I don't think she's deliberately... She's not a football fan. I don't think deliberately she goes out her way to not understand a fan's point of view. But she's not a football fan. She only knows what she's been told. And sometimes it's the people beneath her where does the buck stop, Sean? Well, of course it stops with her. Oh, of course it stops with her. But you've been in, in a room with her. You've spoken to her. She's an effective manager. She's Well, she very... ain't effective because if the people below her are not filtering back to her what well, the real problems and, are, and that, she and, has got a problem. And this is the problem of, you know, why I stepped down from the OSB, why you stepped down from the SAB. And, you know, it's not worked in this current and the independent support. Well, they're falling you know? out with each other anyway. Yeah, now. I know. So. And, and it's sad because I really do think, and look, I continue to feedback. I don't care whether I'm part of a committee or part of a group, etc. I've got relationships with various senior people in the club and I feedback when I see fit. And sometimes I feedback when there's an individual case. And sometimes I like to feedback, well, this is my view. Um sometimes they ignore that and sometimes they don't but it i don't think it's all her fault i think there's a collective responsibility and i think other clubs are the same they're running a business they don't want to run it by committee right okay i know you you two are not going to agree with that because but i'm just i'm I'm just saying it like it is all right uh Chrissy Mills, we've got, we've got Chrissy Mills and then one more, right. and then that's it. He, he says, I'm going to put some good karma out there for this week's matches and not be nasty to Sean. Oh, that's good. He said, I, put, I posted on Twitter, but but Bournemouth was the worst atmosphere there's ever been. Yeah, I don't know, ever. At West Ham match. Uh, I reckon so, and I'll include the Anglo-Italian matches. <laughs> that was awful. On what Brady would love from a sanitised crowd. He then follows it up. Which is quite interesting. Let's see where we all go with this. Yeah. He says, we desperately need a designated standing singing area. But I take it the club have no intention of improving anything. How would you make things better short term? Brady out. Brady out. Can I start? Gordon, you go first. So... When we made the move, we, they wanted to create designated singing areas, and, and they would argue they have, right? They moved Chav Corner over next to the away fans, which is where I sit, because I was in Chav Corner. And they moved roughly Sir Trevor Brooking lower and Bobby Moore lower, where they used to be again. So these three places, Chav Corner, 
the Bobby Moore lower, Sir Trevor Brooking lower, all places that stood. And largely, they've been tolerant to say, if you go in Trevor Brooking lower, Bobby Moore lower, or that west corner where we are, they're all standing Warriors areas, they're all singing corner. areas. And although they can't officially call it that, right, because there's no such thing, that's the designated, if you ask people, that's the designated people where you stand and sing. I would argue we do sing there quite a lot, and so do Bobby Moore lower, and so do Trevor Brooking lower on the other side of the way fans. But because of the configuration of the stadium, you often can't hear us. I mean, you can hear us, Nigel. I know you can because you're right above us. So you know we do sing quite often. But you can be a few rows down and, and think it's completely flat. I think we did exactly what Arsenal did, um, which is it's an unofficial singing error. I'm not sure you can label somewhere a standing well, you you can in the future because obviously standing's coming in, but you couldn't officially label it. So I think that already exists. But the last thing I'm going to say, oh, but it, sorry, Chris, yeah. is it Chris? Yeah, forgotten. Is so, singing an atmosphere is down to the fans and not down to the club. You know, it is, right, and, okay. and it no, always no, no. has. You've been. had just saying. You've yeah, had right. to sing. It, it's we'll down come. to us. If we want yeah. to sing, we should sing. Right, okay. we don't need okay. a bloody club to tell us right. when to sing. Okay. Right. Do you want anything to add, Jay? Before I pile in. Mm. Well, I'm sick of talking about the place. To be honest, can't off you go. Hmm. Uh, quickly to answer that, Sean. Majority of atmospheres are generated by what they're viewing on the pitch. Yeah, I wouldn't disagree with that. Um, so if it is lacklustre, um, don't don't complain at the fans when they're lacklustre back. Um, in Although, regards, can I just counter that one quick thing. Yeah, Siltberg. What about? It? Oh yeah, but they're they're on uh, away fans. We're talking totally different. So well, West Ham away you fans. You say yeah. Siltberg and even Astragugu, who've gone um, out of business last week. Yeah, well, I told European you that. European fans are fanatical and sing no, and make noise. No, 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 no. no. Our West Ham fans or whatever, but the, the ultra movement is diff, is different, even though I don't know if they had ultras, but they had a thousand fans there that were all together. Yeah. And if a thousand West Ham fans were in the stadium, that's how we would behave, Sean. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. So this is talking about home. In regards to singing areas, there, there is an organisation on Twitter who would making demands and want singing areas and want to wave flags and, you know, want to band together, set themselves up, a la like Palace and whatever, but not in the same model. They don't want to dress up in black and they're not specifically want to bang a drum or whatever, which is good. Um, but they think that they should be, you know, helped to have a, a designated area. My answer to them was, if you want an area, first thing you got to do is organise yourselves, find out how many you got. If you've got three, five hundred of you, then you have to pick an area and then you have to buy up every season ticket that comes available in that area every season. Yeah. It will take you, I reckon, three to five years. But in three to five years, and, and if they picked the Bobby Moore lower or, or if they picked the Trevor Brooking, they could probably create a section for themselves where they can, and you can see at Crystal Palace in a way, uh, the Palace fans filter off of what the Holmesdale or whatever they're called section 
um, do. Now, in regards to what the problems with the stadium is, I don't think any club that's moved into a bigger stadium has ever improved the atmosphere. The atmosphere at Arsenal is not better. The atmosphere at Old Trafford ain't better since they've gone from 45, 50,000 to 75. I'd argue the atmosphere at Liverpool is not any better. Because what happens is the more fans you let in, you actually dilute the hardcore. Mm. And what's happened is we've had, with the move, like it or not, we've had a big dilution of the yeah, of hardcore course, fans. I wouldn't and, disagree with that. And, and, it, and it will take 10, 15 years probably to allow this new whatever to establish themselves, though they do seem too busy taking photographs of themselves yeah, well, and being seen rather there, than... There, there is that as well. And, and they're also, I tell you what, there's another bit, which is I saw it particularly this week and... And that is a young group of yeah. lads who like to get on the sniff. Yeah, but that's that's and, a social thing, Sean. And they're, Every, they're, they're out of their heads. But that's not West Ham. That's not West Ham related. That's society related. That's totally different. And, yeah. And I, what that, that ain't nothing to do with a singing area. But what I would say to these people is, if you want a singing area, you got to create it. It ain't on the car. No one at West Ham turned around and went, "You people can sing. You people, no, of no." Not. Yeah, how did we get it? Factions joined together, stood together in certain sections of the ground. Yeah, you know, and made it their own. And, and people and beyond migrated. the goals Chav Corner yeah. were some of those areas. That's yeah. it. Well, a Chav Corner, believe it or not, it, well, people may not realise this. Remember, Chav Corner didn't exist until two thousand and one. Yeah. Yeah. So. Let's let's bear that in mind. That if like mine, and what would have happened is people would have gone in there and made a noise. Those that didn't want to make a noise would have moved out, and then the people moved back Some in. Some of it was about pricing. Some of it was about yeah, that's um, right. You know, you you, you look. Well, I, I was but behind the goals boy. used to be. Hold up, behind the goals. Yeah, if you look at it realistically, should be band four. Yeah. Well, West Ham are but charging that as a band free. As as a youngster, I was a Southbank boy, right? But as as we moved to season tickets as we got older, because no one did season well, no one I knew did season no. tickets in in the eighties, yeah. right? Um, we we start we went around the grounds, and and me and John would try different places. We we're in Bobby Moore Upper, we we're in Bobby Moore Lower. Uh, we went. We never did the uh, Chicken Run. We did the West End. We did. I spent a season or two seasons in the upper Trevor Brook Inn until we got to the lower Trevor Brook Inn, and that's where our home was, you know, in Chav Corner, and, and we stayed there until we moved. Mm. But but we had to try different places around the ground. That's... I don't know now. People, some people will say, "Well, I'd never go anywhere else except Bobby Moore Lower." You know, you you, you know the people, and you get very territorial about. No, but they, this is the thing. To. But when people go demand, oh, we need a singing area. <coughs> Who's going to ship these people out? These yeah. people that have, that have been on the Bobby Moore Lower. And this is the thing. People get attached to the Bobby Moore Lower. Yeah, they do. That ain't the Bobby Moore Lower, is it? The Bobby no, no. Moore Lower got bulldozed in 2016, people. Yeah. I hate to break it to you. But yeah. that's what happened. So, 
Well, but, some people still call the other no, something. The, I know, the new chicken run in the in the Bobby yeah, the Billy Bond stand. Is it's it? not, you, is you it? Know, you know, it, it, if the people, I doubt if the people listen to the podcast, that, that I will, I'll have to try and get them to come on an interview. They want to sort themselves out as some. They don't want to be classed as ultras, but that type of thing. Yeah. They want to get a set of West Ham boys, like-minded, get them together. Yeah, do it. But I tell anyway. you what. Knock yourselves we, we've, out. Uh, Quickly, Martin Rose says, evening all, better performance, but he's frustrated with some of the shooting. In the Silkberg game, Benny and Fournells wasted got opportunities. Mm. He says, Ben Rama seems to have a lot of shots, but don't stretch the keeper. What do you think? We covered yeah. that, Mark. Yeah. Oh, I've, I'm with you. He, yeah, he, no. He, he don't, he, I'd like to keep it to save one of them. They, they, they get blocked or he don't get through. Yeah, he's not, he's, he's Last not on fine. Facebook before we go to one more, Nick Killington, I'll allow it in. <laughs> Go on. Nick says, we demonstrated tonight for 15 minutes at the end of the game. I don't think he meant we protested. What he was talking about is last 15 minutes, he did put a full stop yeah. in there, though. Yeah, yeah. Just how good we could be as an attacking outfit. Yeah. Unlucky, boys. You gave it your all. Well said, Nick. But, Moyes, it was too little, far too late. Man United shit themselves when we attacked them. Yeah, they did. Hard to disagree with Nick now. Well, did you yeah. see how well they just hugged to get yeah. the yeah. hit? Okay, I, I, I always say his name wrong. Lastly, uh, my mate uh, Barney McGrew, Drew, says um, he'd like to know how people can still afford to go football with a cost of living crisis. Are the club prepared for a possible drop in match day and merchandise revenue? Mm. Well, funny you should say that. So... Um, you know, we Brady all out. thought Brady we out. all thought that the uh, renewal might drop because of it, but it didn't. People will. I, I think I cup games have, have suffered for it. Yeah, I'm sure they have, and I think people are spending less. Yeah. You know, they may be eating at home, they may be having a few tinnies at the off license. So I think you know, when I speak to people, they're going, "Oh yeah, takings are down." Yeah. You know, but people won't give up the season tickets and I think you know if you get in the later stages of a cup or the European they still make sacrifices to go to football because they always have yeah um you know sad but that's, that's it's the, the first it for me if if this carries on for two three years then you might see a it, bit of a drop off you know I, I hear we're going to have some friendlies and I, I did write a story that we're I've been told and I haven't had this confirmed that we're going to have a a mini competition instead of the Betway Cup because it was a contractual obligation. So yeah. I, I don't know all the information, but I was told. Now, I don't know. I don't think, and I wrote this to the story, that that could be at the London Stadium because we just we need 30,000 people through the door for a Betway Cup just to wash its face, to break mm. even. So I don't know. Yeah, I but think with the right planning and like organisation and, huh? and, and whatever, the, 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 what it is, we've never had, we've we've never had a November and December without football. This normally the time where we're playing mm. seven or nine games. December's always the busiest yeah. month. Did you think people would go to a Betway Cup? I, it, it it's well? possible that people were starved from football. If it was priced right, tenner for adults, cut the quid for kids, mm. get a good opposition. And when I say a good opposition, yeah, if they could play, you know, a Tottenham or an Arsenal or, you know, get get someone can, in. Can I make a admission right yeah. now? I'm not excited about the World Cup at all. 
No, well, I'm not, mate. We'll see. Once it starts, it'll be all right. Well, I hope so. I hope I do, because I've got just no... Well, we've got to do scouting, because normally of a World Cup, you'll be looking. You remember? Who remembers when we bought that superstar of the 2010 World Cup? Um, He turned out all right in the end, but the first one was and it turned out to be Winston Reid. Oh, um, of course, who yeah. No one had heard of. Let's get yeah. this right, yeah. He'd played for New Zealand, yeah. scored a goal, I think, against Italy. No one had heard of. And, of course, we had the... Uh, was that before the World Cup? I think it was after the World Cup. Was it Barrera from Mexico? So, um... Anyway. Shall we... Uh, so, should we do predictions? Yeah. Uh, we didn't talk about it, but there are about... 80 stories on six foot two. We've got lots of stories at the moment. Some of them quite interesting. Nigel's even writing at the moment. So head over to six foot two and you can, you can read um, all the stories there. Um, predictions. We're playing Palace is our next game. Bloody hell. We're only playing one game a week. Is that no, right? We've got, no. So we've got, um, we've got Bucharest on Thursday. Oh, of course we have. Yeah, I I'm loath to call them Stour because I'm not sure yeah, what they Bucharest, are. Yeah, Bucharest, sorry, um, And we think they're probably going to play the kids. He's sort of made a hint and and almost definitely play a lot of the people that played last Thursday, which is all the people that don't play. So he can have everybody fresh for, I assume, Crystal Palace on uh, Sunday. So, Romania... And Palace, Nigel. Um, FCSB, they're not much cut. And again, we're going to put the kids out. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be kind and go through a, a one-one draw. Oh, I'm Len? being kind to West Ham now. Yeah, I think so. Um, I think the kids are doing all right. Actually, I think. We're 1-0. Oh, I was going to take 1-0. I'm going to say 2-0. I think the kids will do all right. I think it won't just be kids. I think they'll put a few, you know, um, maybe Randolph in goal, I think. Maybe then uh, get him a chance in his last few months. Um, and, you know, Lanzini and all the ones that don't play, plus a few kids, you know, Coventry. I don't see Coventry being offered a contract, by the way, even though, he would have been offered a contract by now if he was staying. But that's that's my view. Uh, I will go 2-0 at Bucharest and 1-0 for Palace. What did you say for Palace, Len? I didn't give you one for Palace, let's oh. just recall. No, I didn't either. No. What did you say for Palace then? 1-0. Nigel? Um... Hmm. I could, I could, I could probably argue a case for every result. Um, uh, Palace are playing very well at the moment. Yeah, they're I'm not, not really getting the no points. Um, they are away from home. Um, I, I, I'll gamble on us winning one nil. Okay. Cool. Well, uh, that's all we have. Uh, we're doing it on a Sunday. We should be back, all of us. The following Monday, after um, the next two games, uh, you never know. We might have, we might even have the booches. Um, and until then, I've been Sean. Len has been brave. <laughs> Nigel has been 
cowardly. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Come on, you irons. We like each other, really, honestly. Here we do. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.